Let's go! Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Bitch, you don't work there. Feel like I need a shower just looking at you. What the fuck does that mean? Come on. They ain't been the same ever since. What? We cut the head off. You're going to be single for the rest of your life. Brought Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Look at the heat. Whole new swag with a pass on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got to increase. I got no bitches. I'm a hoe. Yeah, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between, welcome back to another installment of the Gresham Leach podcast. Joining you is the voice that does the most, Gresh, and as always, joining me is the queen of rubbers herself, Swallow the Bandit, and my God. We back for yes, episode back. 25 of the Gresh Unleashed podcast. We are literally almost, this year's almost over. What yeah. Heck, it's November. It is November You know what's 3rd. crazy about that? It feels like October just came in. It was just like, okay. It just came and left. I was 27 two days ago, and now I'm 28. So. <laughs> like, October just, it just sped right on through. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying like, dang, it's, it's November already. Like, man, and and then on top of that, it's past the first. That's the funny part about it. It's, it's already third. November third. Like November third. Like, pretty soon it's gonna be time for <laughs> turkey and ham and beans, greens, tomatoes, potatoes, ham, ham, all. Oh, no, 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 did no, you no. see my story on Instagram? I did, I haven't been on Instagram today. What what was it? So this man who I follow on Instagram, he does like remixes and stuff. He took a sample of what Stone Cold said in one of his old matches and put it to a beat, and it was the funniest thing ever. I said, "Why does this go together?" You I said, "Yeah, it? this is I'm, going I'm, on my show." When did you share? It? You shared it this morning. Yeah, I shared it today. Like okay, it's okay, on there. Okay. It's still I'm, up I'm, there. I'll check it. I'll check it before. <laughs> I'll check it before I get before I leave. What's good with you, Jaden? I see you in the chat. Appreciate you for joining. Appreciate everybody for joining us because today we, we got a lot to talk about. It's a double header here for the Gresh Unleashed podcast because we got a lot to talk about this week in wrestling as well as we'll be talking about or we stepping back into the year 2003 when we relive Monday Night Raw talking about Raw Roulette. Eric Bischoff was a wild motherfucker. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. It was, he was a wild motherfucker back in the day. I'm surprised I actually watched majority of it. Because some stuff, I was like, okay, I got to skim through get to the end. It's too much. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, how long is this video? <laughs> no, I ain't going to lie to you. It's like by the time we got to match like five, I was like, damn, this shit ain't over. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I feel you on that one. I was like that too. I was like, damn. Hey, dang, how many matches did y'all have that night? Like, Oh. Yeah, I was one in 2003. Thank you for making me feel old, Mark. Why? Don't do that. How old was I in 2003? <laughs> was I? Shit, I know I was close to being 10. I was six. So I was nine. I was nine. Thank you for making me feel old. God. All right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, God. Damn. Like, man. <laughs> 
But yeah, we're going to be talking, we're living Monday Night Raw as well. That's going to be our, your main event here of the Gresham Leach Podcast. But we got a lot to talk about. It's going to be so sit back, relax, open up your cold beverage. I'm I'm drinking a Fiji water today because I want to keep it simple because I got to work in the morning. But we're going to enjoy this episode of the Gresham Leach Podcast and have fun as much as possible. It's been crazy. Damn, I was zero into that. Poor baby. Uh, uh, well, this don't apply to you. <laughs> I got something for your ass. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, 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 I wasn't honestly, prepared for that one. No, I'm not gonna lie. One. Honestly, like the fatty said, like that's how I feel about sometimes when they like in the '90s, like when people be talking about all the parties they done been to in the '90s. Like, Y'all don't talk about that. I didn't come to '96. Like, dang, it's like I'm kind of still a part of the '90s era, but it's like, why y'all had to throw that in my face like that? <laughs> Facts. Drink water since I've been sick. Hey, wish you well, my friend. Uh, I hate when people are sick because yeah, the worst feeling in the world when you're sick, especially when it's out yes. Of drink that water, please. Stay hydrated. I still watched it though. I hope you did because we got a lot to talk about, especially <laughs> some stuff to talk about. Because some stuff I had to write down. I was like, did I just see that shit? <laughs> so we'll talk about that when we get there. But without further ado, let's get some uh, house notes out the way because I know a lot of people are pretty much listening in the audio format. And we don't want to get we don't want to give them a reason to click off this podcast. But yo, we, we got a lot to talk about. But before we do that, shout out to our Patreon backers over at patreon.com slash grass digital. Without you guys, it would not be possible to do what we do here at the Gresh Unleashed Podcast. Because good Lord almighty it goes into producing 25 episodes, especially when you got to deal with internet and all that stuff. Oh boy, we were working on getting a in-person podcast up and going just got to find a proper space might end up renting a house because these commercial properties are oof. <laughs> <laughs> well i appreciate you guys over at patreon.com if you guys want to support you can do so by joining that link and speaking of patreon we got patreon exclusive content coming back we got pick oh i got applause for y'all let's do this let's do this proper we got patreon exclusive content coming back is a uh, patreon Exclusive series, watch and vibe. Okay, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> You're getting a little too overexcited right now. <laughs> exclusive series, uh, watch and vibe segment that is coming back uh, actually tomorrow to be precise. Let me read everything that I'm writing that I wrote down because I actually wrote this stuff down. I want to be proper for you guys. Uh, like I said, uh, watch and vibe will be back. It will be a priority among other stuff that comes to mind. But the next one will be us reacting to Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker. In a first blood match for those who are new, it's just one dollar to join. And watching vibe is exclusive and or exclusive to all tiers, it's available across the whole Patreon. And if you want to join the club, you can do so today. And it is not is it's only hidden behind the wall because for the it's just for those people who actually support the podcast monetarily. We want to give you guys something and a reason to stick around. So if you guys want your name at the bottom of the screen and all that good stuff, make sure you check out patreon.com slash digital. It, it is completely up to you is not we're not pushing it we just want to get that out the way and that and we already gave a quick rundown of everything that's going on oh, oh speaking of kick quick rundown riddle i mean not riddle forget him uh reddit reddit i'm back doing reddit reaction videos on the grudge youtube channel i haven't done it in over a month because i've been on the road and been pretty much readjusting back here in atlanta because it it takes me a while it takes me a while. What, what, what is this? Oh, I'm hearing Echo. It's, it's, it's YouTube, my phone. Fuck. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, but <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I've been readjusting back here on uh here in Atlanta. So I'm trying to 
really get back in the groove or all this stuff. But yo, check out join the Reddit. Um, I believe some people been posting stuff. I've been seeing getting notifications that y'all been posting. So post on, post on, and just it's a fun experience. If it's goofy, mo we prefer goofy. So if it's goofy, please, please post that because I want to laugh. You want to laugh? Let's, let's let's laugh together. Come on now. But before we move yeah. on, let's give a special shout out to our, our good buddy uh Chris Dinker. Dink Ops over on uh uh he's he's he actually joined well he joined the table to give an interview and all this stuff. He's actually on his road to becoming a professional wrestler. So shout out Chris Dinker, Dink Ops, because man, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, brother. I know it is it is hard. Like I I've I've been thinking about becoming a wrestler myself, but I ain't gonna lie to you. It's, it sounds like it sounds it sounds painful. I'm thinking about it. I've been training nonstop. People would think I, I'm not beating the grass train, train of, to become a wrestler allegations. That's just not gonna happen. It it is literally it's, it's crazy out here. What's up, Danielle? What's going hey, on? Hey, that's my twin. What's going on with oh that's your twin? Okay, I saw I saw a twin. I'm like, who the I'm like, who the hell? <laughs> But yes, shout out Chris Dank, uh, Dank Ops on his um uh, road to becoming a professional wrestler. Wish you well, brother, and uh, yes. we'll get you back. we want to get you back on the on the show when you are officially official in the wrestling business, as far as a wrestler is concerned. Because I believe he got a documentary and everything's going coming out very very soon. So shout out to him and on his road to uh to becoming a wrestler. We all uh, should like <laughs> try something out one day. Like all of us just take a. Like a good, I don't know, I, how do I say this? Like a little day where all of us like meet up together and we all go like to like a workout place or like a sparring place and just like have fun. You know how many laughs that we're going to have? Especially because of me, like I'm going to be doing so much falling. It's going to be ridiculous. They were like, I thought you want to have a body like this. Well, I do. But the key thing is I don't want to have to fight anybody. I just want to look good when I hit 30 and above. Like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> don't mess up my plans okay <laughs> like, oh you look great go ahead and get in the ring no that's not what this is for <laughs> that's not what this is about this, this is for after i have kids <laughs> like this is before i get married and after i have kids like <laughs> wait, wait, wait. i know what i'm doing before? i still want to look good when i get married and then when I get married and have to have my children, I still want to be right back at the size that my spouse met me. Like, <laughs> I know what I was using training for. I don't know what your idea is for me, but I know what my ideas are for me. <laughs> we on two different levels right now. <laughs> like, I'm just talking. Don't worry about all that. Don't worry about all that. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Listen, let me let me figure this out. This, 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 this isn't it. Let me figure this out. Hold on a minute. Hold on. You said right a back now, bump? Hold on. Same wave. Like, hold on. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You want me to back bump? By back bump, define back bump. Do you want me to roll over or do you want me to just drop back? Like, Define this statistic because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not we're not on the same wavelength. <laughs> That's not the conversation we had last night, George. <laughs> I 
Come here, let me pull your side. <laughs> this is a good icebreaker, but we got another icebreaker uh, for you guys because I don't know if you actually watch Up, Up, Down, Down with uh, Xavier Woods, Austin Creed. I got to play catch it. Uh, they got a battle of the uh, they got a battle of the brands episode, and I'm I got a snippet that literally made me dime. It was an exchange between Omos and Kofi Kingston, and oh, I'm, I'm actually about to show it. Now I gotta was, watch it. <laughs> this was hilarious. I was not expecting this, but yo, you guys got to You guys got you got to check this out. There's a little animosity here. We need a little. A little animosity just because you're tall? I got to I be like little. This already. Absolutely. You see what I'm doing for you here? I'm trying to make this TV magic. I put you closer to the screen. I'm sitting back here to, to get a more dramatic effect. And I put you over. And you got to condescend me. And you look down at me. And you don't even look down. And you look down That's with your eyes. That's my little you right doing. there. Oh, that energy. You mean a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. No, you are big. I am not little. So if I'm big. No! Wow. You are big. I am normal. I am normal. Matter of fact, in the world, I am above average size. Just because you are a, a gargantuan giant doesn't make me little. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. What's the opposite of all abuse? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's when it's best to put the controllers in our hands. Don't tell everyone else in the room. What? Say you are you're all oh little. You look gosh, over me, you look down, like and you say, that. "Come on, this is what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. This is what I'm talking from? about, bro." Why are you bringing up all <laughs> stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting the kid over. I'm putting the kid oh, over. The new good, talent. I mean, matter of fact, I was sitting closer. I was sitting closer to the screen to make you look smaller. Look, no, I do. Now I do. I don't need it. But I, but you don't get it. I don't need it. Yeah, look, look. Wow, now that people are going to be watching him and being like, oh, well, he's not nearly as big as I thought he was. Look, <laughs> Kofi and him are just about the same size. Oh, so, because look, it's TV magic. You can't fight the magic, bro. Oh, you can't. This is, this is magic. This is abracadabra. Okay, now you want to. <laughs> <laughs> magic done. Sorry, man. You see, this is an animosity here. Hey, cut this. Cut this. No, <laughs> That like man was, <laughs> he was not having it. Like, yo, I had to use that as the icebreaker for this episode because if man. I, I know how little people be feeling because my yeah, God. That's me. <laughs> yep. And we'll tell you too. We'll be like, listen, I know my clothes look a little bigger than me, but you have to understand something. I'm a pretty big deal. <laughs> Revel in it. <laughs> it's like you have to love us. Like I don't think the world could ever get so far without little people. Like I really don't. I don't. There's a balance. Like you need you need all the comedy you can get. Like you need it. Like oh god, if this whole world's ran by giants, oh my ah. Oh. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you are toe standing toe to toe with somebody that's like six foot or seven foot and over. You just like that dude yeah. is seven foot five. <laughs> yeah, you but just like I, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that man, I was like, bro, why can't we get this Omos on TV? This dude is hilarious. Yeah, like that's I'm, what I'm I want. 
I'm over the mute giants with a manager. Let this man just go out there and just be himself. I'm not saying be over the top. Just let him be himself and just let him talk like a normal person. Like he ain't gotta sound like a fee five four. Like this dude. Yeah, you ain't gotta do that. This dude ain't gotta come out here talking about oh, five from I smell the size of my opponent. Ooh. Like you ain't gotta be like that at all. Come on, man. Like man, that was hilarious. And then I got one more icebreaker before we get into what we're gonna talk about today. And this is shout out to another former guest, oh not former guest, but a friend of the podcast that is uh Ruthless Lala, independent wrestler Ruthless Lala, and she is I love her, oh. especially on the intro. Like, she's oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he, said, what is, he said, what is crazy that Omar said he likes anime? Yeah, that, that yeah. that's amazing. The, do y'all see this wall? You can't even see. Look at this. Yeah, for those in audio format, they can't really see. But yeah, she got that anime right on there. her wall. She has anime right there. She's this an one, anime person. And back here in the back. <laughs> That does not include freaking a knock-on type picture like on the other corner of this wall and another Dragon Ball and another Naruto over here. Like, ugh. Oh, my God. See, see, that's the beauty behind this podcast because she just said a, a word, and I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but, yo, shout out to Ruthless Lala because this was I, – I, I literally could not stop laughing at this little clip, but you guys got to check this out as well. <laughs> so funny. This is all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Oh, man. Lala has this thing where she, she uses social media to get you engaged in her. Like, shout out to her. She, when she posts, I'm like, yo. That's it. This is the one you won. That's it. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's it. You can have it. That's it. You can have it, dog. So you got this. You got this. That's all I'm going to say because that was hilarious. I love that. I love that. Keep doing that. But yo, everybody who was in the in the industry or in the, this one said, God, yeah, she hit him with a plastic trash can. I can see her just somewhere when she emptied that trash can out. Talking about, <laughs> it was amazing, too. I just, I knew it was coming. I was like, yes, somebody going to pick up. I said, she going to either pick up that trash can or kick him. And I was right. And I loved it. <laughs> All right, now. Come on, that's literally, that's, that's literally how she would be because I could just see her doing that goofy shit. That's uh, shout out <laughs> to Rufus Lala, I love her to death. She fun fact, she actually out of nowhere, the gate saw me happy birthday on my birthday. I'm like, first of all, I didn't know you could sing. Then I looked up by and I was like, oh, she's a singer. So shout yeah. out Rufus Lala, love, love you, fam. So hopefully, we get you uh back. We'll more than likely get you back on the show anytime. She really, she really was like, it's drag day to day. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yes, we loved it. Grace, you can't be doing that. I'm hot. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are listening on the on, online or in audio format, you got to uh check us out here on Aggression Least Podcast Live, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, not Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. And we'll be literally do this icebreakers like this every going forward. So if we're not live, 
like live live will be tape delay but we are here every thursday at 9 p.m eastern standard time so hopefully and obviously speaking of in last little bit we got some we got probably got announcement going on next week that i i'm, I'm excited to share it with you guys it's, it's early stages of it but we're working on something we're working on growing this in particular show into a brand so hopefully you guys stick around with that but let's talk about sticking around let's talk about this weekend wrestling before we get on to the retro review did you just so happen to see jay cargill go off on someone on twitter no so this just NXT and, NXT and AEW, I did not play catch up on. Don't feel, no, yeah, we're going we're gonna to skim through that. But uh, I'm talking about on Twitter, like, because I know no. you don't get on Twitter, you don't get on Twitter like that. So yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's dive into what, it, what went down. So the AEW announced uh, a match between Jay Cargill and Marina Shafir for the TBS Women's Championship on Wednesday. Hmm. Keep in mind, remember the last time I've seen that episode, I mean, seen that match, I didn't like it. Because you, right. you can you can attest to it. So infamous podcaster JD from NY <laughs> replied to the tweet and said, Oh my god, no fucking no. Keep in mind, it, he, people literally do not care. People literally do not care uh about if you reply on that stuff, but this particular podcaster has a history of getting into it with wrestlers. He got into, I don't know if you know about ah. the, the situation with Alexa Bliss uh, a few years back where. This the same uh, individual? Yeah. He, okay. he, and keep in mind before anybody assumes anything, I haven't followed this man's uh, anything since I believe 2019 when. The Fiend and Bray Wyatt had that. Not the Fiend, the the Fiend and Seth Rollins had that Hell in a Cell match. Mm -hmm. uh, that was just downright terrible. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed his rant, but then I tried to start following him after that, and then I realized I'm like, this is for me. I don't agree with everything you say. So I wish you well. I'll move on. So I haven't really been following that dude. That was 2019. It's 2022, and I've been seeing his tweets pop up on the timeline every now and then. I'll just be like, oh, I see. He's still. The same. I mean, hmm. I wish if it, if it works for you, it works for you. That's that's you. So I need some therapy. But then I guess Jay Cargill caught a whiff of his his tweet because keep in mind when AEW posts their tweets, they tag the wrestlers that are in the picture. They Jay do. Cargill saw it, so this is the response. They do. She, he said, "Please, for the love of God, no." Damn, I heard you all the way from your mom's basement. Calm down, Mark. Whoa. And then Dude. he replied, and he replied in a lengthy thing, and I'm probably not going to read all this because it's mm. a lot of shit. But Whoa. he says, <laughs> he says, seemingly, all you of all people, I would hope you use better insults. Quite sad, you lower yourself to be to the fucking shit that dwells on this app. Secondly, I have zero problem with you, never have, and have expressed nothing but praise for you. Third, Marina sucks. Have a great day. And then he went on to reply to himself, it, it's really disheartening to do what I do and speak highly of you and even praised you to Tony himself at a medium scrum last year. And that's the reply I get. People come at me because I am straight up fucking honest and it's tiresome. My DM is open if you have a problem. Also, I'd like to point out my tweet go got about got over one one third the likes of the original tweet I even replied to yet. I am the fucking problem for AW. I am one of the good ones. Maybe someone there to fill her in he said jd is something else i agree he li listen 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 he has this he has a tendency 
he has a tendency of uh doing a little bit too much for my taste if right. you. so jay says better so it, it was a little whole back and forth you can read the tweets yourself i'm leaving up long enough it was a whole back and forth it got it, it was like he, jay said better insults like what like i'll i'll buy your whack-ass podcast in real life that <laughs> man don't don't fuck with my co-workers it's 11 so this is all listen Dang. Jay, listen jay cargill did all this during brunch hours it was literally brunch first thing in the morning it was brunch it wasn't even it wasn't even uh people haven't even got out of church yet <laughs> people listen, listen. <sighs> some people were still in church because you know around 11 o'clock some people be it, it's still praise and worship yep. <laughs> so i'm like damn some people some mimosas were still getting popped so i'm, I'm like damn y'all I mean, doing all that like it, it it was it was sad to see but and it's like uh, obviously he he continued to buckle down and all stuff but then uh brit baker of all people got involved rebel all mm. these people it, it was literally him he was trending it was literally him versus the <laughs> entire right there too sports trending it was trending <laughs> this this man was trending like man <laughs> it wasn't even altar call <laughs> yet. <laughs> Man. Not on the on the brunch hours. That's what I'm saying. It was like, bro, it was it they didn't even get through with the benediction. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, like y'all y'all couldn't wait. Nah, Jay, I think, and then I think Britt has said something, uh a, a reply to one of the tweets. She, she said, We were we we're we've been talking about you for months. We're laughing at you. <laughs> And I'm like, Dang. damn. <laughs> when she said, she said, we're laughing at you. All I could say was, <laughs> I'm like, God damn, they laughing at you, my dog. That's not, that's not good luck. That's not good luck. No, mm -mm. that's not it. But listen, and then obviously that was on Sunday. And then we're going to talk about AEW briefly during in a little bit, but. The match itself went down. It wasn't that good. It wasn't good at all. I I, I personally didn't enjoy. It. Besides Nala Rose and Jay Jay Cargill being having the presence that she has, I didn't enjoy the match. It was it it it's like the whatever they booked. And as, and I, I think I listened to Solomon Monster because he's the he's the one of the commonest and the longstanding podcasters in in, in the game, but. I believe he's he's going on 18 years uh next month. So mm. that says that says a lot about him. So when I checked out his podcast, he said something he said something right. He said instead of worrying about what podcasters are saying, and this goes for everybody, worry about your boss booking y'all to look like jokes. Uh -huh. Because even us, we've been saying AEW needs to book their women's division better because, my God, sometimes it's good. Whatever it was on Wednesday was not. Uh -huh. But when it comes to him, he he's continued like he he, he didn't believe me. I kid you not. He he did not stop. He did not stop. He did not stop. Where, where's that tweet? Was it? What was it? Is it this one? Nope. Oh, this is Britt when he was trying to when she called him out and it was like, This you? 
she even disused him. And I'm like, bro, this is this is this is, this is crazy. This is crazy. But he basically said this. Uh, he said to all the podcasters who could, who will continue to kiss the ass of those who did what they did, and none of you said a fucking word. When you talk about this match tonight, realize that I don't miss. I was right, and you better fucking believe I'm gonna rub this shit in. None of them actually tweeted about the match. Completely skipped over it. Barely even covered it on their streams. Sap, Denise, Friendos, all of them. They either didn't cover it or blankly lied to you and said it was good. LOL. Mm. Listen, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be completely honest. That they got me when she said this. You. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. This right here, this is the response that I that I agree with. Uh, remember how he said this is shout out to DM. Me and him follow each other. Remember how he said they should learn how to take criticism or to whatever effect it was. Crazy how certain statements only apply when it's not you. Mm. And when he said that, I agree. And the reason why I say I agree is because listen, they're not they don't have beef with you saying that tweet he has a history a track record mm-hmm. of saying shit out of pocket to he the point it. where you literally look at him like bro are you attacking the person or are you attacking the, the performance because mm-hmm. you're drawing that line and, it, and it's like you're 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 you what is that a proverbial line stepper that's what he is he's a proverbial line stepper and and i'm gonna be completely honest with you it is not it is like one thing, and I, and this and this is just me being me. I hate it when people like to like to like to talk out of pocket and want to say, "Well, freedom of speech, freedom of speech." Listen, for those of you who need a, a, a refresher on the moral of freedom of speech, freedom of speech is literally, legitimately, it protects you from the law. Uh-huh. It does not protect you from consequence. If you can legitimately talk out of your neck, respect like expect a response. That's simple. Expect a response. It doesn't matter if you if you say something negative, positive, or whatever. Expect a response because let's be let's let's be real. And I'm talking directly to the camera, and I'm talking directly to you. If I say something on this podcast, in this platform that I am building with my family, friends, and everybody in between, do you think I am going to like cry? Oh, I'm just, it's just, I'm just talking about the character. I'm like, hey, if I say something out of pocket, I expect you. I expect everybody in the comment section. I expect everybody who follows me on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, say, hey, Gresh, you shouldn't have said that. And I will literally, legitimately come on this platform and say, hey, I fucked up. That was on me. My bad. That was, I, I got too excited. I got hyped. I was sleep deprived. And shout out Seahawk uh, Cameron on Twitter because I know he said, he he responded to a lot of stuff and he was like, yo, you can't really say a lot of this shit and then expect an interview on down the line. Like, he's talking, mm-hmm. he's talking out of turn right here and he talked about a medium scrum that he had or he was a part of last year. I would be surprised if you go back. You're allowed back because you've been talking out of pocket. All these wrestlers that you keep in, insulting or whatever, they can literally say, "I don't want him. I don't want him there." And you can, uh-huh. and your whole past is just revoked. Now, I'm not saying come on here and just be like, be be censored because it's Gresh Unleashed. I'm gonna be uncensored, but I'm going to still think about the consequences. 
Right. And I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to literally, I'm not going to basically waste my time on something. If it's something that sucks, I'm not going to, you, you, I, I, made, I make it clear off the rip. I'm not about to waste my time on it. I'm like, oh, that sucks. You can watch it and, and give your own opinion on it. But this man right here, he literally goes out like, 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 like what he said. This dude right here, he said, JD only cares about the drama. He can make the AEW with uh, JD. Oh, I can't read. JD only cares about <laughs> the drama he can make with the AEW women's roster on Twitter. It's the traction. Like, listen, like, uh, like I say this all the time. Cloud is a hell of a drug. Like, he's gonna, he's gonna milk this into like. I'm pretty sure a lot of people remember the Alexa Bliss drama that he had. It was in, I believe it was either 2018, 2019, or 2020. It was before the pandemic. So, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, I believe someone had told me that he still, it was highlight because I believe he still checks on checks in on his podcast from time to time. I think he said he, he was milking that for almost like eight months. He was milking the hell out of it. And that's what happens. A lot of people are obsessed with clout. A lot of people are obsessed with drama. And it is not, it's not it's not us. So my, my last thoughts on this, and I'm not gonna after after today's episode, you probably won't even hear me talk about it again. If, and if people clip it, clip me in or whatever, I'll retweet you. If you clip me and tag me, I'll retweet you. Like, hey, whatever. But and I don't hide from a conversation, but let's be real. Like everybody, every podcast out there need to know, hey, you can say whatever the fuck you want. It's your platform, but don't be crying wolf when you get a response. Right. And back at you. Because let's be real. You talk, I respond. I talk, they respond. That's how communication works. This freedom of speech bullshit where y'all be like, oh, it's just freedom of speech. Shut the fuck up. Period. Because you're you're not in the court of law. You're literally talking to two humans. You're, you're wasting your time talking about freedom of speech. Freedom of speech for you to shut the fuck up. That's what the freedom of speech we got right here. <laughs> That and, and pretty much <laughs> that's all I can say. That's, <laughs> Man, you got you got any comments you want to add to this? I know I, I pretty much said a lot. I just the thing about it is, my thing is, if you're gonna say something, just be accountable up to it and just be prepared when somebody gonna check you. Like, even like you mentioned before, don't sit here and try to cry wolf now. <laughs> Come on. He said it was in twenty two. Oh, he's talking about the less the Thunderdome the Lux- era. Yeah, yeah, the Luxa Bliss drama. Okay, I knew it was around that, that time frame because I haven't really been like I saw him. It's like I see him. I think I've seen him tw- trend twice, and that was the Luxa Bliss drama and the Jay Cargill drama. So he got what he wants. He got the traction, and hey, man, like because and and then kudos to him if that's his line of work. Congratulations, because with me. I think I saw the last time I saw him was in 2019. He had a full black beard or brown beard, or whatever. When I saw him recently, I'm like, this dude had a full ass gray beard. And I'm like, bro, you are stressed. You are stressed. Gotta like, be. bro, I'm gonna need you. Go, I'm gonna need you to go sit back, relax, and go find your inner Uzi. Like, it, 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 you, you too stressed, my dog. That's all I'm saying. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. no, bro. If I if I ever get to the point where I start getting gray, like in my beard, it might be time for me to find another line of work. I might have to use that little that little thing. Find your inner Usi. Find your inner Usi. That's what it's a t-shirt do. idea for me. Find your inner. Yeah. Uzi. I if WWE doesn't beat you to it, if WWE doesn't beat you, to yeah, it. if they don't beat me to it, then I could 
Yeah. Yeah. If they beat you to it, then if they beat me to it, I'm gonna be mad because I'm like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you can sit down and negotiate? <laughs> find your inner find, uh man stress over trending negativity. Hey man, that's literally wow. what it is. It's negativity. It is not. It is not worth it, bro. Like, really I, I'm pretty sure he's not going to see this. And if he does, whatever. But for the, for people who are listening to me, listening to the sound of my voice, if negativity gets to the point where you start graying yourself and you just literally losing sleep and you're drinking yourself into to sleep, maybe it's time for you to get a new line of work. Right? Because it's not worth it. And especially over a scripted sport. But know how to te- tell to separate the two. Like, that's the thing about this show. We know how to separate the two. Like, yeah, we know it's a scripted sport. We know professional wrestling is predetermined. But it's like we know that behind every character that you see, behind every John Cena, you got John Cena the person. Behind every Roman Reigns, you got Joe Anawaii. Behind every Jey Uso, you got you got uh, Joshua Fatu. You, we know how to separate. And then behind Sam, every Sami Zayn, you got Rami. So it's like... Yeah. We know how to separate the two. We know what's entertainment and what's not. And it's like if you if you get to the point where you start like targeting stuff and and going out of pocket enough. And as far as the wrestlers are concerned, worry less about what they're saying. Sometimes, sometimes some some tweets ain't really worth the interaction. Like th- like when he said the oh my god fucking no, they could have said, well he's a mark. Let's go prove him wrong. Mm-hmm. And. But they gave him what he wanted. It's it's a double-edged sword when it comes to social media. So, honestly, going forward, it's like, I hope, hopefully he enjoys the clout. Uh, it, 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 it'll, it'll play off eventually. <laughs> he said he needs, he, he needs to be like Smokey and stimulate his mind. Exactly! Be like me. Smoke. So, smoke. <laughs> I don't drink smoke. It, it, it stimulates your mind, man. <laughs> It's gonna. It's Thursday. It's gonna get you high. Come on now. Stimulate your mind, Craig. Damn. Out here getting mad over over nothing. God over nothing. But yo, let's get let's let's. What are you about to say? Now I say it's one thing for like when you, when some people when they get these grades and they start coming in. It's one thing to age gracefully versus stressing out. That's like, that's, that's stressing stress. out. Like <laughs> you stressing like, out. But moral of it is like moral of it is is like you can say whatever the fuck you want, just don't be, don't be foolish to the consequence because you're going to get clapped back on. I say a lot of shit on Twitter and I'll be expecting people to clap back on. Some people laugh at it and some people probably say some shit out of pocket. I like say, oh, you were pretending to be related to Jonathan Gresham. Listen, I don't know that man. I don't know that. Man. My mama don't know that man. My sister don't know that man. We just so happen to have the same last name. That's it. I I, I discovered Jonathan Gresham in 2018 when during the ACH uh, NXT situation with the T-shirt, and I'm like, huh? He has my last name. Cool. I'm going to move on to something else in my life because I got to figure my shit out. I didn't go out here and be like, yo, that's my that's my cousin. I don't know that motherfucker. I don't know that man. I wish him well. I wish all my brothers and sisters in this industry well. Like being a black man and black woman in America is already hard. You don't need you we don't need to be against each other. So I'm like, yo, I don't know you, but hey, we share the same last name. Yo, do your thing. But nah. I don't know that man. So y'all can move on from that. Uh speaking of moving on, uh Bow Wow. 
Bow Wow was apparently in talks of being with AEW. Nah, he's not. But uh, Swerve Swerve Strickland appeared on a one of the AEW YouTube shows, and I think he called out Bow Wow, and he was like, "Yo, uh, I I want to work with Bow Wow." And Bow was like, "Yo, at Tony Khan, uh, cut the check, and I'll I'll pop up." And I'm like, "Huh, that'd be interesting." What happened to Bow Wow going to WWE? Then he called somebody out. Who did he call out? I I forgot. Oh, yeah, we, we, we see. We live chatting. Has we, this we, been we, a minute? How oozy are you feeling? That? Oh, I'm feeling very oozy. Right? I'm feeling very oozy. <laughs> My oozy energy is through the roof right now. Yeah, I'm feeling very oozy. <laughs> very, very oozy. Very, 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 very oozy. But um, yeah, Bow Wow and W. Did he call somebody out? Like I, I don't remember. Like I'm trying to remember that he. Bow like, Wow first announced his plans to become a professional WWE wrestler last February, shortly after dropping his final album before 30. He's continued to speak on this dream and once shared his hopes of raising the tag team championship belts alongside Rey Mysterio Jr. Was it? Oh, he was going to get. Tra- he was going to train with Rikishi. Yeah, I think he wanted to get trained by Rikishi or some shit. So yeah, I, I think that's what, it was. and it never happened because I'm guessing he was just talking. But apparently, he wanted to come. He wanted to do the same thing with AEW. It's like, bro, whatever, bro. <laughs> 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 whatever. And speaking of whatever, when it comes to Bow Wow, apparently he shot his shot because he swung in a miss when he tried to ask Jade Cargill out on a date. He legitimately what? He and he was to, instantly rejected. Oh my was, gosh. He was instantly rejected. I got the article right here. Shout out to XX XXL magazine for this article. I'm gonna read it to you right now. Uh they said Bow Wow tried to ask out AEW wrestler Jade Cargill on a date this week, but was immediately rejected. On Monday, October 31st, so it was already spooky season on Halloween. Bow Wow hit up Twitter with a series of tweets expressing his interest in being the next rapper to get involved with professional wrestling, specifically with All Elite Wrestling. During his lengthy pitch to step inside the square circle, Bow Wow took the time out to shoot a shot at wrestler Jade Cargill, asking her out on a date. However, the current TBS Women's Champion wasn't here for it. He said this, After my first win, I just want to take you out somewhere at Jade Cargill. Within less than an hour, Jay Cargill shuts down Bow Wow's romantic advances swiftly and firmly taking a jab at the Ohio bred artist by implying that his bank account isn't up for her standards. She said this simply, you can't afford me, Bow, but thanks, but no thanks. Damn. God damn. <laughs> Mess them up. Mess them up. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bow Wow, love life. <laughs> It was a swing and a miss. Dang. From there, from there, Cargill responded to Bow Wow again with a tweet regarding reading, I'm just kidding at Shad Moss. It was just a jokey joke. But but after the after Shad's next response, Jay jumped right back into her wrestling persona. Uh he said this. I definitely knew you was kidding when you brought up money. And she said, I guess she went back into character. I wasn't at all. I know you are new to the wrestling world, but uh, maybe you should use Google more often. We rich, baby, in real life. <laughs> and then he said, oh, you a 90s baby, Jay. I've been getting money before you could put your first sentence together. You fine and all, but don't crash out. Love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, yo. 
Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> she said, my, ma- she said my man makes makes your bank account look little. Look look like little Bow Wow baby money. I'm like, oh shit. Don't come for me. We have play dates with your money. I'm like, oh, oh all right. Dang. It's all love. It's all love though. I brought your tape when I was like seven, like everyone did. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> he said, OMG Jade used to bump my shit. Oh, you got me over here blushing and shit. Like he just started, he just started going with it. <laughs> she said, everybody did Bow Wow. I can't get out of character too much. Chill. So she basically was going in and out of character with it. And he, and he said, you got me out, out here out of mind when I shot my shot. I don't do that. I, but I'm going to respect the curve. I know you locked down, so it hurts my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it stopped after that. But that, that shit was hilarious. He got, That's funny. He got shot down. Like, let's be real. Jay Cargill is fine. I'm like, we all, I, 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 think, I think everybody under the sun knows that she's fine as hell. But we know. I'm like, uh, we, we can respect. We can respect, man. Come on now. But this is the first time Jay in recent months that uh brushed up with hip hop back in September. Jade and her AEW uh section, the baddies, were involved in an on on camera storyline that saw Trina turn on wrestler Diamante with a slap that has since gone viral. So yeah, she it seemed like AEW has been just tipping into the hip hop uh industry and all that good stuff. Um, but and we'll talk about it some more because uh the boss Rick Ross made an appearance on AEW as well. Uh, with Swerve, so it was it was it was a lot what? of fun. So it was it was a lot of Dang, stuff. Dang, I missed on. this. I really missed this episode. Then how can I forget Ricky Rose? And when I saw Rick Ross on there, I did, I let out the biggest. I don't know why. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw that man, I was like, you make you want to do that though. Like, soon as you look at him, you like, <laughs> it just comes out. <laughs> Tape. That sounds that sounds very very creepy. That sounds scary. <laughs> Makes me think about a little Uzi teaming with Darby Allen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that <shit> did happen. <laughs> Dang! Remember when there was a rapper that had beef? Oh, you talking about Soldier Boy? Man, yeah, I remember that. That was random as hell. Soldier Boy, I, I feel like he was too he was too drunk off the lean because that man literally. Yeah, just picking fights with everybody. He's like, oh, you wrestling me in, you wrestling in a thong. I'm like, oh, shit. I do remember when Kevin Gates came on AEW too. At one point, he showed up. I think he just, I guess he was watching the matches or something like that. But he was sitting in the crowd because I watched that too. I was like, Kevin, <laughs> what is General Gates doing here? <laughs> so much going on, but yeah, that uh, article was courtesy of XLMag.com. So shout out to them. It's all the good stuff. Uh, let's uh let's see what else. Let's look at the Noki notes. Oh, so now we're going to tap into this weekend wrestling. Uh, did you catch SmackDown last week? Yes. We feeling Uzi? We feeling Uzi? Yes. We feeling Uzi? Yes. Uh, I'm feeling Uzi. Got- I know Jay is not, but I am. Jay is not feeling Uzi. Jay is all. not feeling Uzi. He is. He is so. He is so, dis- <laughs> he's so disgusted. <laughs> he is so disgusted and appalled. He is. But not in a feeling- way. Can't blame him because I mean, like the man said, like Sammy's not family, so it's like I do understand where Jay is coming from too. Like Jay's very, very protective. Like 
very overprotective, if you will. Yeah. So I I don't blame him. Yeah, cause I don't. He's that man is like Sammy Uso. That man don't trust nobody. Roman Reigns only like shout out to Sami Zayn. Only Sami Zayn can literally get everybody in that ring to break character. That man, yeah. you, ha you have to see it. <laughs> you have to see it to believe it because Roman Roman was not. He went from serious to just he just could not giggling hold it like right. <laughs> he could not hold it in. He he he, he, he was like in a matter of seconds. I was like, dang. He was like, uh, so him. <laughs> <laughs> like he already cracking jokes, like man. <laughs> I can't but even... the story, but the story was basically <laughs> Roman. Basically, after the Usos, uh, not the Usos, uh, I'm basically the Usos. Uh, so Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa lost to the Brawling Brutes. Uh, which basically set up a tag team title match for Crown Jewel. We'll we'll do the talk about that during our speed round previewing predictions. Um, they lost, so Roman literally came out, and the look on their faces when Roman's music played, it was like, "Oh shit, I fucked up." Yeah, we fucked yeah. up. And Roman, yep. and Roman basically said, "He's like, yo, we got to kill y'all. Got to kill whatever the elephant in the room. Y'all got to kill him." Sam was like, "I want peace. I want peace." And then Jay, Jay literally said, "I don't give a damn what the tribal chiefs say." I'm like. When when I tell you everybody on Twitter was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. And then I was literally sitting there chilling. I was like, uh I was like, dang, um, bro. No, nah, ain't no so, dang, bro. I was like, oh, you about you about to die. You, you about to you, you know you you can you can get another fight again. Like no, it don't no, make no, him no, gonna no, never no, die. No, 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 no. He about to die. I was like, oh, he about you, to die. He about to get knocked out. <laughs> and then, and then he, that man was literally about Boy. to die. He, he was like, uh, uh, oh shit. And he looked it straight ahead too. Like he didn't even look at Roman for a second. He like, I ain't mean, I ain't mean. Like, I ain't even mean, mean said like that because <laughs> oh, see, see what had happened was um I'm a little upset, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with a lot. <laughs> Fifty thousand on my head, that's disrespect. Like I'm man. I, I, I was I I'm was going in, through emotional stuff right now. <laughs> and, then, and then Sam, he hasn't been feeling very oozy. That's that's all. Man, that's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been feeling like he hasn't feeling himself. He has been feeling very oozy. And Roman Jay, I'm pretty sure solo broke, but they had the camera off him. Jimmy was like, oh my God. <laughs> hey, where you get that from? All of you come like, up with this. He was like, "Oh my god!" He come uh, up with this stuff. <laughs> oh. But then Sammy did an interview where he was like, "He does this to pop the boys." That's literally he literally does it. So shout out behind the scenes, Sammy saying he's hilarious. Like, and when the butt line eventually turns on him, that will be heartbreaking because he's been killing it in this role. Yeah, he has. <laughs> But when it, really it does, has. When, when it does happen, you know it's gonna be heartbreaking. Like a mug. Jay, <laughs> Jay needs to feel oozy, and we are good. That's all I'm saying. You just, just need to feel a little bit more oozy. That's it. Uh huh. It's feeling loosey. Find his inner oozy, and he'll be good. He'll be good. He'll be good. Uh, SmackDown really didn't really have much. Uh, besides that, oh, <laughs> like before I forget. I guess uh, uh, your boy started trending on tw on Twitter because I um, shared a uh, video of uh, Sami Zayn mentioning Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was at work in the middle of a show and people add me on to like, hey bro, you trending. I'm like, huh? Because oh. <laughs> Sammy Zayn, <laughs> I guess because Sammy Zayn quote tweeted my tweet. I was like, he he, he Sammy Zayn mentioned that uh mentioned Waffle House and he and Jay Uso instantly forgot he hated that man. So it, <laughs> and I'm like, oh is it? <laughs> they were like, hey, you got acknowledged by the honorary rules. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Did y'all see the school? Yeah, that's what that's literally what we just talked about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beat me to it. Yep, yep, yep. That's what we talked about. You're throwing it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That shit was hilarious. Like, it, I know because people the reason why I have to tell Swallow because she doesn't do Twitter like that. She's literally that's the last thing she does. She's private on Twitter for a reason because she's literally not in the world like that. So I have to tell her literally, I have to catch her up with everything. I sound like yeah. weirdos. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I can relate. Yeah. There's some weird motherfuckers out there. Like, <sighs> man, I'd be having to block, 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 block. The unfollow, 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 don't follow me, remove follower. Like, uh I'm like, where do y'all come? Why? Why? Why are y'all following me? So Waffle House is the key to Uso's heart. Waffle House is the key to everybody's heart. Waffle House it is, is the key to mine. Cause I ain't gonna lie, they 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 Patty Mel be having a, having your boys toes curl with a little slight moan. I ain't gonna lie to you, like that that should be good. <laughs> Woo, that should be that should be busting. I ain't. I'm like, eh, eh. For, for forget sex, just give me Waffle House. <laughs> like, like, buddy, whoo. I'm saying, give me some food. <laughs> me, if you want, I would give, take Waffle House proudly. You want, to, you want me to feel moist? Give me some patty <laughs> with a hash brown. Like, god <laughs> damn. Uh, whoo. Whoo. <laughs> oh, that's give all me that I Waffle asked House. for. Give, Oof. Well, you got the, <laughs> about to have me out here doing uh, <laughs> your leg pick up. About to kick my leg up and shit. Like, oof. Like, oof. Nah, you know that very thick up. You know that one scene from Princess Diaries, like when she always had that fancy that when she kissed the guy, her feet in the mirror go up. Like, <laughs> like, that, that's, that's what I'm going to do if I give me a good pat of milk, man. Some food. Oh, my whole leg would kick up like oof, <laughs> oof. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like you know I'm saying you give me that, you give me Caribbean food. Like uh, at that point, you on to something. I'm watching you. Waffle House, <laughs> the moral of the story, Waffle House is the is the key to everyone's heart. It is it, it, <laughs> buddy. Uh, they has browns. Oof. Would they scramble eggs on the side? Man. Boy, get you some orange juice. Man. Boy, Whew. Mm, when you got the when you got that THC well into your system, <laughs> it is a wrap. <laughs> you want me to go for praise and worship? And I think I blame the rock because the when he like I, I, I like the fat like pancakes is like his weakness. Now that's starting to turn into mine. 
Cause like I really didn't like pancakes like that. I loved pancakes when I was a kid, but I didn't really just dive into it enough. I just wanted to eat it just to get it out the way because I'm hungry. But then like down, I'm like, you know what? I really do like pancakes, like for real. I like pancakes and I like waffles. Like I can take either or. And now it's like I'm addicted to that now. It's like if I ever go to a breakfast place and they ain't got no pancakes on the waffles, we in trouble. Like, I will look at you like you crazy. I don't mind you giving me the biscuit and everything else. That's cool. But you ain't got no pancakes? Or you ain't got no waffles? What are we Come doing on. here? What are we doing here? Can what, we leave? What is the meaning of this? <laughs> what, is, what is this? What is the meaning of this? What are you doing? What is this? What is this? What are you? What have you what done? What are you doing? What are you doing? What have you done? Come Man. on now. <laughs> I go to you may you you take me to an establishment if you want to and they got no pancakes. I'm gonna be looking at you like okay, so you a little suspect. All right. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to me. Let this be a I lesson to you. I won't go nowhere with you no more. We got every other item except what we really familiar with. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and speaking of being familiar with, uh, who do you think is Uncle Howdy? Uncle Howdy. You know Bray Wyatt is back, so oh, he's doing uh, uh, Pastor Bray. Okay, Pastor Bray, Pastor Bray Wyatt Pastor, is uh, Pastor Wyatt. Pastor Wyatt is is um back, but he and he's um building a story with uh, Uncle Howdy because we had a interruption from his promo to close SmackDown again this week, mm-hmm. and it was from this guy. Yeah, very true, very true. Hmm. Uncle Howdy with that, Ugh. man. That's a little motherfucker. Look, look messed up. <laughs> like we're going through it. Need more than that. Need, need some fillers, some ingestion for them fry lines. Just need some eye drops. Black soap for bags. Just oh. And he's crying too. So he needs he's crying. Oh my gosh. He needs some sleep. He needs sleep and surgery. Maybe he constipated. Something. I don't know though. Like I, I don't even know who this is. I'm having a feeling it is somebody who has dealt with Bray in the past. You think it's Bo Dallas? So maybe. Or do you think it's like his family, like his dad? Because I believe his dad's still alive. It could be his yeah, dad. Yeah, that's true too. Like his dad is uh, like because people. I think whoever this is no understands that he is going through an identity, uh, a personality disorder. That's mm-hmm. pretty much, I believe that's the gimmick that they're going with. I could be wrong. Someone can correct me, but that's what I feel like they're going through with uh, Bray. So, I don't know. It, it's it interesting. Could, it's, it's, it's in the air, so it's not like it's not possible. Yeah. So, but that, like, that was my first, my first thought is basically some, it's, this is somebody that knows him because, right. you know. Yeah, so just to interrupt him like that alone, it's like, yeah, this is somebody that, who done dealt with this man. That was in that was an interesting way to close the show, too. So it's like you don't know. I don't know. That's the beauty behind this. Like, I know I've seen a lot of people on Twitter, they were like, I'm it's, it's only one more pro, promo from Bray that I can take before I tap out. But I'm like, that's the intriguing part of Bray. Like, it, and and this is my honest opinion. I feel like Bray, they do need to get to that point where it's gonna get to him wrestling because. Even though he's a great storyteller, like don't get me wrong, he had his mind, his creative mind is literally, whew, but uh-huh. it's going to get to that point where he needs to wrestle. So we're going yeah. to need to see this man wrestle. And and who is his who is his opponent? Who is he? Is he going to feud with himself? Is he going to feud with Uncle Howdy and 
his minions. Where's the story going? That's the beauty behind it. I'm intrigued. So we're going to tune into SmackDown, and I believe he's going to be at Crown Jewel as well. I probably won't watch it. We'll talk about it um, when we get to the speed round. But we'll, it, it, it's interesting. This story with Bray Wyatt has my attention thus far. So hopefully it gets to that point where we're going to finally get a conclusion. But uh, the last little bit we're going to talk about, uh, well, the last two bits we're going to talk about for as far as uh, SmackDown, Emma returned to WWE. Do you remember Emma at all? Uh, a little bit. She was in the original NXT Black and Gold. Uh -huh. she, I think it was her feud with uh, Paige, now yeah. Soraya in, a, in AEW. Uh, she returned after being away from, I think she got released in 2018, I believe. 2018, uh -huh. 2019. Uh, she went on one-on-one -on -one with Ronda Rousey. and <sighs> Is it just me or has Ronda Rousey's quality went backwards? No, it's not just you. Okay, I'm gonna say because especially what I've been seeing lately, I'm just like, girl, it's like, where are we going with this? Like, you can tell she's not oh motivated, man. you can tell she's not motivated, she's just there to get a check. Uh -huh. you, you can literally, and it's not even, it's like you can just tell by her, her, her demeanor, her mannerisms. And I'm like, why'd you come back if you don't care? All right, like, she just looks like she's just over it. You're Ronda Rousey, you don't have to worry about a check. Like, all right, you already built your name. You're you're a UFC Hall of Famer. Like you don't really need the WWE. And baby. you're a pioneer for UFC at that. Like, come on. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, why why are you here if you if you if you're not? But yeah, it just I thought it was just me when I saw this. I was like, she is horrible, <laughs> so horrible. They got to team her up with Shayna Shayna Baszler because I believe they're teaming them up now. So they're going to probably be a tag team. And uh, yeah, there's that. But that's just my thoughts on Ronda because I'm like, it just feels like she's just <laughs> someone. They said I'll take Ronda over. I get it, but I'm gonna need her to get motivated because it's uh -huh. like it's like you you're coming off like you don't care, and if you don't care, why should I care? Like, right. if you're on my screen and you don't care, I'm just gonna look at my phone and find some other shit to do. Like, that's just my only critique. I'm like, care, like. When you're in her transitions in ring is not really smooth. It's like you're coming off your promos are coming off like you don't care. So it's like me as a viewer, why should I give a shit if you don't give a shit? Yeah, it's a, a two-way street. You give just, and you get. Yeah, I'm just really hoping she finds just find that, it. Mm, hopefully, yeah. her with Shayna. Find that spunk. <laughs> hopefully, her with Shayna gives her that oof that she needs so that she can actually give a shit. And hopefully there's that. Uh, and also on SmackDown, Karen Cross uh, continues to be boring. Yeah, I fast forward through. I did. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> all, I could, all I could tweet, I was like, and I, I, and I actually put this in my Discord. I said maybe Vince probably had a good had an idea releasing him because he's just not it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm like. I want to give you a chance, my dog. You already you're not escaping the anger car salesman allegations from me because with that hair. So there's dance with number one. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, every time I see him, I'm like, ah, ah, this is I'm trying. I'm trying. So hopefully this match with Drew McIntyre ends the feud and let him do something of substance that catches my attention because I'm just mm -mm. and he was struggling to to fight to 
to lose against Mad Cat Moss, which is cool because they're trying to get Mac. They're not going to bury Mad Cat Moss because he's still. I don't even know why they're still calling him Mad Cat, but he's not going to do it. But he was struggling to, to beat him. And I'm like, you're you're starting to get born again. Come on, give him something. <laughs> you're, you're 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 getting to that point where I'm like, ugh. And then last thing we're gonna talk about a little bit, Legato del Fantasma. They lost their first match on uh TV mm. to, to Hit Row. Oh yeah, they sure did. Shout out Hero, love them, but that was a that was a choice to have them lose to Hit Row and Shinsuke Nakamura. I was like, that mm. was that was um a choice. Hmm. And I'm like, wow, okay. I mean, I get it because Shinsuke Nakamura is his overall is a little bit higher than uh, Toro Toro. So it's like, and they didn't pin Santos Escobar. And speaking of Santos Escobar, when I saw Shinsuke come out, I was like, Santos Escobar versus Shinsuke Nakamura one on one. I need that expeditiously. I, I, I would like, I would like to see that. I need that. Triple H. Hunter yeah. Hurst Hemsley. Make, make, make that happen. Please. Make that happen. I need Santos versus Shinsuke. I don't even care if it's for a title. Just let it happen. Let it be a, a substantial feud. Give them some meat to the, to bite into. They give us a entertainment, entertaining television so we can get that going. But yeah, it, that, I think that's all the notes I got. The the key points. Um, Hopefully they do something with Legato and, and let them bounce back. And this isn't just something to do. Like, hopefully. They give Hit Row some substantial because I, I see I see I see people's tweets. They don't really they're not really a fan of Hit Row without Swerve, and I'm like, I'm a fan of 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 their music and their presentation, but I feel like they need some meat as well to sink their teeth into to get that uh that good that good if you will uh television. Off so for they so that they can entertain us. That's all I'm saying because I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan of a lot of stuff that they've been doing. But because I feel like it's just they've just been coasting along. It doesn't feel like they have a plot A, plot B. It feel like they're just doing a lot of side missions. So hopefully they give Hit Row some some meat to sink their teeth into, as well as Legato del Fantasma, as well as Shinsuke Nakamura and Triple H. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Santos Escobar. Make it happen. And speaking of Shinsuke, I believe he has he broke the internet a little bit earlier this week uh, before Raw because it was just announced that uh, it will be this match. Shinsuke Nakamura versus the Great mm. Muta. That is literally... New Year's. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. It's, it's, oh, it's, wow. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to be Shinsuke Nakamura versus Great Muta at is it Abima? I believe that's how you pronounce it. Abima presents Noah's The New Year 2023. It's a singles match. So I'm assuming that, that this is official because uh, they probably want the great move for the Hall of Fame in 2023. So, okay. I, and I'm not going to get on here. And when I saw that, I was like, I thought it was fan made at first when I first saw it, but Shinsuke Nakamura actually tweeted it. So I'm like, oh, so it is going to happen. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna. I've, I've not seen one show of Noah, and I'm pretty sure you haven't either. But I want to see that because hopefully this is the start of a big 2023 for Shinsuke that he was supposed to get in 2018 when he first got called up and let just let the just strap the rocket to this man. I don't even care if it's an Intercontinental Title reign or if it's 
eventually a world title reign when they finally I'm eventually ready. hopefully split the titles i'm ready for it. i want to see this man succeed in the wwe because he's not getting no younger i'm gonna be honest with you he's not getting no no younger in the in the game in the industry so triple h go full Make full throttle all right let's get let's get raw let's get raw talk about monday night raw uh you said you didn't catch that or did you i caught a little bit of it i didn't caught i didn't catch everything but i caught some stuff did you uh catch uh nikki cross versus bianca belair did you yeah i did I did well. I had not tried that. I'll take that back. I caught when Alyssa Bliss and Oscar won the belts. Okay, so the main event. But before that, uh, it was Bianca Belair versus Nikki Cross one on one. Yeah, I blacked out. And Nikki Cross lost. It was the ex- insane Nikki Cross. And I simply tweeted out Nikki Cross losing was the choice. Her first match back is the choice because, and I proceeded to tweet under it like before she had this repackage, if you will. Or return I was to her. To it was a good match. It was a, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. It was interference, obviously, because they were setting up for the main event. But okay. it was like, hmm, Nikki lost her first match back. Really? And the reason why I say really is because she was already a loser before she got back. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, she's they're gonna. And I understand. I don't want the champion to lose either. It's like so people are like, oh, you expected the champion to lose. On I'm like, I didn't say I hated that match. I just said her losing was a choice. People like to create self conclusions when they get on Twitter. I gotta rem- remind myself that they don't. Their comprehension is whooping their ass. So, <laughs> but I'm not saying I hated the match. I'm just saying I would have. This is how I would have did it. Like this is just me being a wheelchair. Booker for the time being, but I would have had Nikki explain why she attacked everybody last week. And then have Bianca beat somebody else to set up the main event and have Nikki probably interfere or attempt to interfere to kind of keep her protected a little bit because she, she, she was already a loser before and now she's a loser again. She lost. That's what I'm getting at. That's my only thing. I, it wasn't like I, I didn't lose sleep over it. I didn't like, oh, she should have won. I was just like, hmm, that was a choice. And I moved right on to the rest of the show. I was like, that was, hmm, all right. There's that. Uh, and then uh, we saw your boy Roman. He finally, he fin- he, he did the final hop up, hype up for his match against Logan Paul. And then the dick eating from the Miz was imminent when he came out. That man was his his cock munching his was on outfit. overdrive. Oh my gosh. His cock munching was on overdrive. Like that dude was just slobbering it down. He was just like, I acknowledge you much. My brother dick eating crazy. <laughs> my God. I'm like, dude, why are you even out here? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't even about you. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> uh, what you doing? <laughs> Where you come from? <laughs> the digging crazy. Random. The digging crazy. God damn. And obviously Roman. Roman, I think he got bipolar. He bipolar because he went from happy and laughing to just punching. And he's like, "Why? Why is everybody talking about Roman Reigns knocking? I mean, Logan Paul knocking me out." Hmm. And then he just knocked that man right out, clean out. He just, he just. 
Man, Roman, his dramatic ass. Like, bro, the dude could just punch them. The dude could have just punched them straight up, and he just he had to flex with it. Did the whole Superman punch? <laughs> like, bro, if you don't just punch him, <laughs> those dramatic ass. Damn. <laughs> like, bro, just punch. Just like, punch no, them. I gotta show some effort. He got so he got a he got the flick of the wrist. <laughs> he got a flick of the wrist. <laughs> but yeah, raw, raw was I felt like raw was one of those. This was one of the weaker raws that I felt like. And then obviously in the main event we had we have new women's tag team champions like you mentioned, uh, Oscar and Alexa Bliss defeated Damage Control. And when this happened, all I could think was, oh, oh y'all won. <laughs> and then and then obviously Bailey and Bianca brawled to build to their last woman standing match at Crown Jewel but I'm part of me is all I could say was after this was yo um if Bailey doesn't win the title on Saturday what the fuck are they doing with this group uh-huh. like do should I care and that was the genuine question I had I'm like should should I, should I care because it's, it's reaching that point. <laughs> it, it is reaching that point. And you say you miss, uh, and, but but that's all I got for Raw. Raw was pretty much, it was eh. Uh, did you, you said you missed NXT, correct? Yeah. Uh, for, before we get on with NXT, uh, shout out to R-True. Sending him well wishes because he was, uh, Injured during the uh, match that he had with uh, <laughs> look at him and Wesley, uh, him and Grayson Waller, I believe he did a not, not that he did a tope or he attempted to do a tope right here. This he attempted to do a tope against Waller and he and his legs and his hand got caught in a rope and he literally landed awkwardly on the floor. So we're wishing our uh, truth well. Hopefully he. Uh, isn't too it isn't too serious because every time I see our truth, I, I get a smile on my face because that dude is is entertaining as hell. It, it and it, it is hopefully isn't it a too serious injury? Yeah. Uh any other highlights? Oh, um, Braun Breaker and Wesley's challengers were revealed as well. They will be uh, oh my god. Um it'll be Carmelo Hayes and Wesley for the North American title again. And I believe in the other match that is going to be, is going to be Von Wagner okay. versus Braun Breaker. And all I could say was, why? Because <laughs> I ain't trying to see Braun Breaker versus... Because I mean, the, the only thing I said when I saw this was, I was like, so, Sean, Carmelo versus... LeBron Breaker was right there. What are you doing? What are, what are you smoking? What are you smoking, dog? Man. But obviously, I mean, and then I believe someone had hit me up. They say they probably saving it for WrestleMania weekend. So hopefully that's the point. That's the goal. And this is just a, a knockout so we can get to that because I'm trying to tell y'all that's the money match. Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. They, what, what they're going to cook is going to be it's going to be delicious. You're going to want to eat it. You're going to eat what they cook. That's all I'm going to say. And then, uh, obviously, we celebrated one year of... Can someone take that... <laughs> can someone take that damn title off, Braun, please? 
Hopefully it's Carmelo. If it ain't Carmelo, I don't know what to tell you. Their oh, last, man. our last hope for Braun Breaker to lose the title is Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> so, Sean, get to it, get to it. And then obviously we celebrated one year of Toxic. Uh, Mandy Rose celebrated one full year as NXT Women's Champion. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Do you remember anything from this one year reign? Not really. I like that outfit, but no. Listen, respect to Mandy Rose for. I, yeah, I give her all her respect, though. For real. I give her her props. Give her her respect. Hopefully, they give her some stuff to work with when she eventually gets back to the main roster. Because I'm being honest with you, she has improved in my book. Like mm-hmm. she, in ring wise, she she's she's taking it serious and all the good stuff. So hopefully, when she goes back to the main roster, That's hopefully raw. She taking hopefully raw, hopefully raw, because we're gonna keep her away from Ronda Rousey as much as possible until Ronda Rousey finds her spunk. Gonna keep her away from Ronda Rousey as much as possible, and hopefully they they let her they keep her as a contender for the top title and not put her down in the middle again because she her and Toxic Attraction have worked their asses off, even though they haven't worked on their dancing skills because they have been off beat for over a year. But that's neither here nor there. Nevertheless, shout out to Andy Rose on one year. Uh, besides the toxic attraction being attractive, I have remembered. I haven't remembered anything. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not really memorable. Like you remember her winning the title at Halloween Havoc from Raquel, then Rodriguez, now is Gonzalez. Oh, then Gonzalez, now Rodriguez. But you don't really remember anything. So hopefully, yeah. But yeah, anybody who has to say you gonna put some respect on my name, are you trying to convince me or you? <laughs> I don't know. And then I guess before we move on to uh, the retro review, you said you didn't really bother Dynamite, bother with Dynamite. Nah, I didn't bother Dynamite. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. It wasn't that good of a show. It was meh outside of a few moments. Uh. Shout out um, House of Black. They're going to be coming back. They saw some some brilliantly edited vignettes that they aired. It was brilliant. Like, cinematog- as a cinematographer, editor, myself, I couldn't help but blush because I was like... This, this even is- looks kind of cool. Just because I done seen this, this little particular picture, I'm just like, oh, okay, I kind of want to see the video. <laughs> right. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but before we move on to that, uh, we got to start off. We talk about the return or the debut of Jeff Jerry. He made his AEW debut attacking Darby oh, after yeah. Alan, after uh, it was a solid match between him and Jay Lethal. I personally didn't care for it as much. It was a little moment where Darby tried to hit a tope suicida on uh, the big man and he literally bounced off. That's what I edited. If you're on Twitter, I edited it and I, it, I, I was laughing at that for like 30 minutes. So there's that. And then Jeff Jarrett basically cut a pro a, a, a promo basically saying he, he basically sided with Jay Lethal and all that said the reveal. They had a reveal during during it where it was um some some guy in, in a steam mask. And when I tell you they did when they did that, it was like a it, it was a big old who the fuck is that? That's literally how it was. And I feel bad for him. I don't even remember his name, but I think it was Colt something, but I feel bad for him because it was like, yo. Y'all gotta stop with these reveals if it ain't gonna be nobody that's gonna get a pop because you're gonna take the heat where it's gonna be like, who the fuck is that? All right. <laughs> but 
but I pop, but I pop for Slap Nuts because uh, he's in AEW. I believe he's a director of live events, according to Tony Khan. So he's going to be working behind the scenes as well. Basically, whatever he did in WWE before he was released, he's doing in AEW now. So that'll be interesting if you were into that type of stuff behind the scenes stuff. I'm pretty much not really. But it's a Cole Who Carter. That's who it is. Cole Carter. Appreciate you, Shaded. Cole Carter. That's who it was. That's the name. Cole Carter. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> That's all I can sound like. No, well, goddamn. All right. Uh, oh, and also the acclaimed, they celebrated Billy Gunn's birthday. He's still injured from swerve breaking his fingers. So there's that uh william daddy ass gun that's his name now william daddy ass gun so <laughs> this segment w- went on a little bit too long for my taste but this was i'm pretty much highlighting all the highlights and not the lows of this show so bear with me but yeah the claim continues to be one of my favorite tag teams in aew right now and that's that's saying something because at first i hated them <laughs> But I'm like, damn, y'all gone. <laughs> Dang, I hated them. I hated them at first, but I'm like, y'all, y'all are growing on me. Yeah, it's weird. They starting to do that. Me, they starting to do me like that too. Cause I just be like, you know what, y'all are funny. <laughs> exactly. I'm but like, at first, I just, I couldn't stand them. I used to be like, oh god, they're so annoying. But now it's like, you know what? Now I just really watch y'all for laughs. Now, just to get a little comedy. Did you see, um, and then speaking of, uh, what you call it? Rick Ross. I believe he, uh, <laughs> I believe he, he said he, he was hilarious in that, in that, cause he had a backstage session with Swerve and Keith Lee. I wish I saw this episode. He had a, it was, it was hilarious. So, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all check this out. Uh, check this out right quick. Yes, yes, and just to show that I'm an admirable person, just like the person you tagged with all this year. Brotherhood. We're going to have next week Brotherhood. Tag. <laughs> How about us in the gun club versus the acclaimed <laughs> Eight-Man Tag. And FTR. How about that? Okay. Toast to that. Let's toast, baby. Let's toast. Let's toast. We brothers. So, we number one in the so world. Right. I got something for you, too. Oh, you're the man. Come toast. on. Man, That's what I'm talking about. Toast. We brothers. Right. Come on. Come on, Toast, baby. baby. Toast, number one in the world. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> he is so happy. He like basically yeah. this all this all stemmed from uh, Keith Lee um, asking Swerve why he attack uh, Billy Gunn and <laughs> Rick Ross like accusations, <laughs> false accusations. <laughs> Oh man. man, forget forget Bow Wow. Sign Rick Ross. I don't care what he right. do. I don't care what you do with him. Put him on TV. Don't give me an explanation. Just do it. That's all I'm uh-huh. saying. Because that shit was hilarious for no reason. None. I like it already. I I could not stop laughing. I I, I truly could not. But um, uh, outside of that, uh, and then as uh, we talked about earlier with the uh, Jay Cargill versus Marina Shavir, the match sucked. I'm just gonna tell you, like, uh, it was Dang. besides besides Nyla Rose uh, coming out for a live commentary. I'm like, the crowd didn't care, and I'm like, Jesus, what is this? 
Mm-mm. But old dude, they they didn't say they they didn't slap snap on you because of your tweets. They snapped on you from your history. Calm down. But this Whoa. match, it wasn't that. This right here, this picture says a lot. She was defeated. She didn't really. It's like you can take you could tell she wasn't selling. You could tell you just look at her face. She just like, I'm over this shit. <laughs> like what the fuck? What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> and um last two notes for AEW before we move on to our speed round preview and predictions. ROH needs to go. It needs to go away. I do not care for it. I say this every week and I'm gonna say it again. I'm done with it. Yeah, they you, might as well really take it off now, like since it's really that bad. It's it's might dragging well. the, it's dragging the shows down. It's this it needs to go away. That's just that's just how I feel. Speaking of going away, Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Comeback Club needs to stop. It's still going. I'm bored. Dang. I'm about to fall asleep. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Y'all need to y'all need to y'all need to figure this shit out. Speaking of figuring this shit out, you know I could not figure this out for the longest. MJF, because side note, Colt Cabana is back, and Colt Cabana being back, yeah, CM Punk gone. <laughs> hey, they didn't waste no time to say that. <laughs> Cole Cabana returns to answer Chris Jericho's open challenge for the Ring of Honor World Championship. And then someone put out MJF walks like General Grievous to his high his hentai collection. And I didn't understand that reference because I'm a new Star Wars fan. Like I literally just finished the movies last year during the pandemic. So I'm like. What is this? This I haven't got to the. This was apparently a reference to the cartoon series. Um, I ain't got. I ain't got to the series yet, so I didn't understand that reference. Jeez. But uh, yeah, see on Punk gone. Coco Bannock back. Yeah, he. Yeah, he, he, that man gone. Uh oh yeah, this match was announced for Rampage. A lot of people popped on it. Uh, Shibata is challenging Orange Cassidy. For the AEW All Atlantic Championship on AEW Rampage, a lot of people don't aren't. Who, if you're not familiar with his work, search him out. I've seen his work, and I'm like, yeah, he's a killer. But I don't know if he's cleared to compete because I believe I checked out Solomon's uh podcast, and I believe he had said something about that he's not medically cleared because he nearly died. So I'm pretty sure he's probably good to go because Orange Cassidy isn't somebody who works stiff. Cause he's a nonchalant wrestler mm-hmm. so i'm guessing this will work but they gave me a reason to watch rampage on friday i'll tell you that because i haven't been given a reason to watch rampage at all and then obviously after the roh main event which was for the tv title it was the tv title match i didn't really care for it um powerhouse hobbs stood tall over wartlow so i'm guessing this will be your tnt title match for is it full gear the pay-per-view that's coming up Mm-hmm. So much is uh it's like this like I said this episode of AEW Dynamite was meh it had its moments but it was just like it was pretty much another I can catch up on this on YouTube type of show. That's mm-hmm. basically that's basically how I feel about it. Uh I think that is all I have for this week as far as with wrestling is concerned. So with that being said. All right, before we move on to the retro review, we got some 
unpopular wrestling opinions submitted over on Discord. Discord is the Gresh Digital Discord where we we ask you for your most unpopular wrestling opinion, and I and we read it out and give our opinion on it. So this is we only got one submission this week, so it should be a quick one. Uh, this person said, I have to get this off my chest. Pentagon Jr. is 2,000% less interesting and is a worse wrestler since he started tagging with his brother, that being Ray Phoenix. I have to agree. If you are a fan of Lucha Underground, like I was back in the day, or like, because I still watch it from time to time over on Tubi, it, he hasn't really been that interesting. Like he hasn't stood out. He was just he's just another member of Death Triangle. He's just another member of the Lucha Brothers. But if, yeah. you, if you look at his run in Lucha Underground, you'll be it's night and day. Same thing with him, his run in Impact. It's night and day. And it's not his fault. It's all about the booking. Or it could be he's injured. I don't know. We don't know. But hopefully they do something with him. But yeah, I have to agree. That was literally, yeah, he hasn't really been that interesting as far mm. as uh Henry Wise, what are your thoughts on it from what you've seen of Pentagon? Um, one of the Lucha Brothers for you. Okay. Um, I, I honestly, I feel like they should just do like, like you mentioned, like with the night and day thing. I don't like, I don't like it like that. That's just like saying it's hot and cold. Like I don't like that. I need them to really stick to one thing and just go full throttle with it. Like if they give them, if they could. I guess maybe work on the booking some more and like give them some real actual challenges to the point where it's like, yeah, like now I really want to watch this. Then I'm cool with it. Yeah. So but, basically it goes back to booking. But like with the night and day thing, I can't stand that. It basically goes back to booking. Moral of the story is if you're not booking me to be interested, I'm not gonna be interested, but yeah, I have to agree. He has not really been that interesting since uh teaming with his brother. But uh, I believe that is the only submission we have. So if you guys want to submit your unpopular wrestling opinions, be sure to do so over at the Discord. I believe it's the Gresh Digital Discord. The link is in the description. You can join today. All right, before we move on to our retro review, we got the speed round preview and predictions. For WWE Crown Jewel 2022 in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, I believe. It's been speculated that it may not go because uh, there's been an imminent threat made towards the kingdom. But apparently the report said WWE has um, measures, security measures in place just in case something does happen. Mm. Another Part of me is like, how about you just... Uh, cancel the show but knowing them they're not going to right so we just have to go with what we're going with uh speed round preview and predictions uh let's pull up the card right now uh this match right here uh it is for the undisputed wwe tag team championships uh the usos defending against the brawling brutes give me your predictions this kind of hurts my heart because i'm being biased the usos I'm being biased. Oh, the Usos. All right. So we're both going with the Usos to retain. All right. Next up, we have 
Six man tag team match: The Judgment Day versus the OC, AJ Styles, and the Good Brothers. I got the OC. You think their their insurance policy that's supposed to um, <laughs> supposed to balance off Rhea Ripley gonna <laughs> cause them to cause them to win? I mean, it might. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to just throw a ringer on this one and just go with, go with uh, the Judgment Day, Day. just okay. because I'm because. Let's be real. They haven't won anything. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> as a group, they haven't won anything. Yeah, as like, a group, they ain't won. Jack, you know uh, what? Yeah, I'll go with Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Like, I didn't really think about that. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, they, they, don't win. they ain't won nothing. They ain't won. As a team collectively, like, no, like, they ain't won not one they thing. Won, they ain't won shit. Uh, speaking of shit, uh, this match right here <laughs> is uh, Karen Cross, Karen Cross versus Drew McIntyre inside of a steel cage. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with McIntyre because he I needs McIntyre. He needs his win. He hasn't. He 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 did not win at um Extreme Rules, so we both have to go with McIntyre on this one. Uh, next up we have for the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a Last Woman Standing match. After the booking on Raw, I have to go with Bailey. I'm sorry. Wow. Whoa. No, the reason and the reason why I say I have to go with Bailey is because if she loses another championship match, what is the point of damage control? I mean, if they just want if they just want to end the group, okay, cool. That was a waste of time. But it's like my only the reason why I'm picking Bailey on the principle of the future of what of damage control, she needs that win. So you're gonna go with Bianca. Um, honestly, no. Like I'm, I'm actually kind of like this twist a little bit. So that's just, I'm that's just go me. With Bailey that's just for me. this. That's just one. me though. That's just me though. You don't have to go with me. I'm just saying that's just me. That's just how I feel. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't want Bailey to win, but I just for the purpose of the storyline, what they're trying to tell with damage control, I she she needs this win. For me to consider her not a loser. No, yeah, we'll we'll go toe to toe on it. I'll I'll go for Bianca on this one. Okay, because that's the only reason why I'm like, I, if if it was any other. If she happened to do get it though, if Bailey does happen to get it, I won't be against it. But it's like, you know. Okay. 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 But you do got a point, like with the damage control. You got a point. She need she needs to win. I'm sorry. She, it's like they're not. They're not giving. They're not giving me in the face. Like, just what letting her like be a group leader, but they're not letting her get a belt. So it's like. And then speaking of damage control, might as well talk about the rematch from Raw. <laughs> it's a rematch, so it, it makes you question like, what was the fucking point? Yeah, it does. And I won't be surprised if they get their belt back. I won't. <sighs> Man, I, man, now I, I, I'm gonna go with EO Sky and Dakota Kyle on this one because I won't be surprised if they get it back. If they do, I'm gonna be like, what, what the fuck? Yeah, we, like, we both gonna go with damage control. <laughs> 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 I won't be shocked if they get it back. And then we have this match the Battle of the Giants, Omas versus yeah. Ron Strowman. I ain't gonna tell you, I ain't gonna lie to you, I ain't interested in this match like that. I'm I'm it's literally gonna be big meaty men smacking meat. That's about it. They might um, let they might make me fall asleep. That's what I'm saying. This, I said it last week or the week before that. I said this has the potential of being the greatest match we've ever seen between two giants or the worst match we've ever seen. 
There's no in between. <laughs> so they, they it, the pressure yeah. is on. Don't put me to sleep. But I'm gonna have to go with um Omas. Okay. Because he I'm hasn't. Go he hasn't. Okay. 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 After. Okay. We'll go. You go with that. Omas. And then I believe we have two more matches on this. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I want Bobby Lashley. You got to go with Big Bob. I got to go off with his Bobby suit, Lashley. Based off his suit game alone, we both have to go with Bobby Lashley. But uh, yeah, this is the second time encounter between the two. The last time was at the Royal Rumble and Bobby won. So either... This goes either we both pick Bobby, but either this goes one two ways. Bobby Lashley wins and go two and oh, or Brock wins and they have to have a rubber match on down the line. That's one of two ways that they can go with this. So yeah, I'm interested yeah. in that one because this is one of the matches I want to see because the build has been executed perfectly in my book. And then obviously we have Bray Wyatt. He's going to appear to continue the storyline from SmackDown, as well as his we're going to go down the rabbit hole once again with with the white rabbit. And hopefully this leads to something substantial for us to talk about. And then we have the main event. Roman Reigns defending the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship against YouTube sensation Logan Paul. <laughs> I'm going for Roman. We both going with Roman. What the fuck? <laughs> Roman Reigns to retain. And... I believe that is our preview and predictions for WWE Crown Jewels. Keep in mind, I probably won't be able to review it. We probably won't be able to review it because I have to work. I have a show on Saturday that goes okay. until 8 o'clock that night. So I'll probably watch it like in during the show, and I'll probably tweet my thoughts or whatever. But we probably won't be doing a review. We'll probably save it for next week when we for right here on the podcast to give our brief thoughts and all that good stuff. But make sure you guys keep it locked here on the Gresham Unleashed podcast. And I believe that is all we have for this weekend wrestling. A lot of stuff to talk about. We went over we went over the allotted time, but hey, we had a lot of a lot of fun to talk about it. And now it is time to move on. All right, now it's time for the WWE retro review for Monday Night Raw, November twenty fourth, two thousand and three. It is Raw Roulette. And it is headlined by Triple H challenging Goldberg for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And the Peacock description basically said, Eric Bischoff places his superstars at the mercy of chance when he reintroduces Raw Roulette. We had the opening intro. Y'all get the guns, the drugs for my generation and the fucking, because I'm fucking, let's get it on. I don't know. They didn't say that part. That was me. I wrote that down. I don't know why. Uh... And I'm just jamming to it like it's in the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> just all in it, like, yeah. Yeah, we fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Every time I hear uh, these old songs, it makes me wonder why they go with the most basic, generic-ass theme songs for intros now. Like funny like that. No, they they lame like that. Defund death. <laughs> Defund <laughs> death rebel. Defund death rebel. Defund oh death my rebel. goodness! But this episode of Raw is live from Salt Lake City, Utah. Jim Ross and Jared King Lawler on call for this show. We start off the show with the Raw Roulette wheel. I paused it just to see some of the stipulations. 
uh, and I had to write them down. You had the Legend Killer match, Singapore Kane match, Salt Lake City Street Fight, Kiss My Ass mm -hmm. match, and uh, it's Lethal and Utah match. Wheel of all kind of craziness. That was like and that last one I said was random as hell. I'm like, huh? All right. Uh, <laughs> Air Bishop is in the ring with two women dressed as showgirls for the customary Monday Night Raw opening promo. <laughs> I wrote down Easy E said titter lady. Air <laughs> Bischoff hat is the new owner of Maximum Male Models Confirmed. <laughs> I, I just I don't know why I wrote that. Uh he said, I know a lot of you guys are sitting around here asking your four, your three or four wives, and that even confused King. And I'm like, all right. Uh Air Bischoff continued his promo and then announces a rematch for the world heavyweight championship between Triple H and Goldberg. I believe it's a rematch from Survivor Series. More on that in a little bit. Uh, Bischoff spins the wheel, and then Shawn Michaels interrupts much to the disdain of the general manager. He got a nice little pop there. Uh, this was the first, I believe this was the second post-Stone Cold Steve Austin as co-GM era after his team lost its Survivor Series to Easy es team. Uh, Shawn Michaels went back and forth with Eric Bischoff until Batista came out to interrupt, and Shawn was like, oh, come on, let's fight. Come on. And I wrote down, it came off as an Italian accent because Batista was responding to, to, to Shawn Michaels and he said, I got something bigger than you in my bowel movement. And I'm like... Yeah, hmm. I was like, dang, bro. Nah, when he said that, when he said, I got something bigger than you in, in my bowel movement, all I could say was, uh, sir? Mm -hmm. Why? That's, that's, that's a lot. That's a grown man. It's a lot. Is your crack okay? <laughs> that's like, a big spread. Like, that's a grown-ass man. Like, Sean ain't no little dude right there. He kind of buff. Like, he ain't buff, but he kind of ripped. So I'm like, uh, you, you good? You probably should have probably should have thought that one through a little there, buddy. Because <laughs> uh you just say you shit out of a grown ass man. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Uh, they basically continued to tease a fight between the two. Uh, Batista Bischoff did not want to fight. This happened. The fight to happen now, which makes sense. So he announces a match between the two at Armageddon, and then announces a Bischoff's choice, which is a tag team match of Batista and Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. Which Sean is not happy about because they've been rivals this entire year up to this point. Mm. And that was the opening segment. Nice little open there. Uh, we come back and Lita makes her entrance to a nice pop. Eric Bischoff interrupts on from his office and women's champion Molly Holly spins the wheel to determine the stipulation for Lita versus Victoria, which lands on a steel cage which was the first match for the women at this point. That was like the first cage match ever. Uh, Victoria came out and, man, they dubbed over her original theme song, which was better than whatever this was. Have you heard her original theme song at this point? Uh-uh. All the thing you say, all the thing you say, run it through my... Like, you should look it up. You should look up Victoria, all the things she said. It was a nice little, it, it fit her gimmick at this point. She was twisted and crazy. Okay. Victoria and Lita were the right women to have in this match, in my opinion, especially Victoria, because they were actually workers. 
and they didn't really give him that much time. Uh, Lita hit the moonsault on Victoria and was crawling to leave the cage. And so Matt Hardy ran out and slammed the door in her mm-hmm. face to call. I said, ex- dang. <laughs> right. Dang, Matt. Like, I just don't care. Like, <laughs> they did not care back then in that era either. Like, Lita was like, what you say fuck me for? Like, <laughs> what you say fuck me for? Like, damn. I said, whoa, bro. Like, but he cost her the match, and Victoria won. Uh, Matt was about to attack her even further until Christian ran out and made the save. Uh-huh. So that ended that little segment there. It was a nice steel cage match. I, I, I don't like. I believe this was the first cage match they had until twenty until the, the women's evolution era okay. in WWE. It could, I could be wrong. It could be another one, but I believe that's the only one. I could be corrected. Okay. Uh, backstage, Randy Orton goes to speak with Eric Bischoff, and the ladies were rubbing all over this man. Like they literally were trying. I know what it is when Eric Bischoff decided to put that wheel in like that and made that whole plan. A lot of people were just going back there. It was like, I hope he don't pick me. <laughs> like, please do not pick me to have to spin this wheel because I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> but Eric Bischoff. <laughs> announced a legend killer match for randy orton tonight which orton was pleased with eric went to flirt with the ladies until hurricane and rosie rest in peace jumped into the frame via sound effects you heard that yeah i did hear that i was like oh snap (laughs) it'll be hurricane versus rosie in a and i quote captured a midget match Basically, the midget is named Fernando. What's up with that? His name's <laughs> Fernando. Vincent Man was obsessed with little people at this point. Because what was the point of having a little midget? <laughs> and he literally was running too. Like that jump tripped me out. Like he was running around. They had that one, they got on to like that one interview, and the dudes just look at all up the girl's dress and everything I said. Oh, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. You you little head. You're a little head. We'll talk about crazy. that. Uh we'll talk about that. You a little head. Uh they tried to refuse until Bishop threatened to turn into a loser gets fired. They said, All right, we're gonna chase the midget. And then we transition into what's next, and that is next up is Randy Orton competing in a raw roulette legend killer match, and the legend is none other than Sergeant Slaughter with that mustache, because I don't know what that mustache was, but it, it was there. Uh, Randy tried to attack him from behind to start the match, but Stars got the clutch in, the Cobra clutch in instantly to a rope break, uh, and then my sister, I wrote this down, my sister wanted me to ask this, why does it always look like Randy Orton had a wedgie in those trunks? End quote. No comment. Uh, after Randy dominated Sergeant for a moment, he once again tried to lock in the clutch until Orton got to the ropes again. The referee was out of position, and Orton hit a back kick to Sergeant, which was quick. So basically, he hit him in, in the balls, and then RKO, and the match was over. So it was it was Sergeant Slaughter wasn't meant wasn't at that point he was not in in ring shape. So this match was fine for what it was. Uh, after the match, Orton continued his attack on Sergeant Slaughter until AV, R- AVD, RVD made the save. That wheelbarrow kick looked brutal as hell. I don't know what it is about RVD and them wheelbarrow kicks. Where he's in the face. That shit looked brutal as hell. 
RVD went for the frog splash, but he accidentally hit the taunt button and Randy Orton rolled out of the ring to higher ground. So he basically did the uh-huh. RVD thing. I'm like, bro, you literally hit the taunt. Why'd you hit the taunt button? Just hit the move. But it was a tease. And, and so basically the babyface and the legend stand tall to end this segment. Then we get a promo recap of Goldberg versus Triple H at Survivor Series. Goldberg attacked all of Evolution with a sledgehammer to retain. And then the next week in, or the next night in a three-on-one handicap match, Triple H pinned Goldberg. And that's how tonight's main event was made. A rematch for the world title between the two. Mm-hmm. Next up, it's Lance Storm and Val Venus, pre-Twitter Val Venus, by the way, talking about some ladies real horny this Lance Storm is. That's all I can say. Because he was like, hey, what the bitches? <laughs> that's basically what he said. What the bitches? What, what, what the bitches? <laughs> the ladies obviously show up and after he asked that and just when Lance Storm con- convinces them everything will be fine the capture the midget match transition into this segment the little guy then proceeds to headbutt Rosie in the balls avoids Hurricane's little trap and pushes a poor bystander into trust in the back when I tell you I felt more for the guy getting pushed into the trucks than anything because I've had one of those fall on my toe a few years ago. Boy, that... It's not fun. I've had that fall on my feet. I've been hit in the shin. It's not fun. What what the worst part was for me was when I got hit in the chest. Yeah. Like the back of it. Like just... Like... I mean, the worst experience I've ever felt in my entire life. I'm surprised I still got a dog on chest. Like, immediately when that hit me, I thought I didn't have any, like, any boobs. (laughs) You thought you were me? Boy, I literally felt completely, like, all out of place after that. And when that happened, I said, you know what? Y'all do this the rest of the night. I'm going over here. I'm not. I'm not doing this. No, I'm, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it for the rest of the night. Since y'all done did that and y'all done made me go through that and not say nothing, y'all don't hear me back here saying "ouch" and literally almost fell to the ground. Oh, okay. Y'all think that's cool? Bye. I'm going over here. <laughs> hey man, I feel you on that. And I actually wrote down everything because mm. they said <laughs> Hurricane said you can't run forever, you little fiend. Sooner or later, your little your little legs are gonna get tired. <laughs> and, and then he ran off with him, and then and then the other guy who got hit with the trust, he said, "I'm gonna get you, you little midget." And then oh, he man. ran off, and then, and then I had to put the closed caption on this one because Rosie was struggling. Rose was struggling to breathe. He said, "I'm gonna choke you when I catch you." Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then after all that, he literally panned back to the ladies. He was like. What was that? And Babylon and Storm was like, they are not with us. Right. <laughs> and then I wrote down, you can't even explain that to a normal person. So I get where they would come from. It's like, let's go to dinner. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 just, let's just go. Let's just go. Oh, my uh, gosh. Next up, we get a backstage interview with Ric Flair. And I paused it for a minute, sat there for a moment. And I was like, how the fuck is this man looking this old in 2003? It's like he it's like his face turned 60 and stopped there. Right. That man was looking old as hell in 2003. 
But anyway, uh, Coach hypes up Ric Flair's DVD, The Ultimate Ric Flair Collection. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Ric Flair cuts cuts him off and cuts basically a Ric Flair-type promo about being proud of his past and even more proud of evolution. As Orton already won tonight, he proclaims he and Batista will win tonight. And then Triple H, the only guy I recognize as the World Heavyweight Champion, will take back what is rightfully his, the World Heavyweight Championship. Woo! So much emphasis. Yeah, it was basically a Ric Flair promo. Yeah, so much emphasis. (laughs) (laughs) And didn't age at all. Yeah, he did, he yeah, he did not. That man stayed old forever. Like that dude stayed old For in 1996. We reviewed 1996. That man did not age once. one bit. That man is old. He had an old face at however old he was in 1996. That man is old. <laughs> uh, we didn't cut to Matt Hardy in Eric Bischoff's office. Bischoff cuts a promo on Stone Cold. Proclaiming he will never step foot on Raw again, which was a lie because if you keep watching, he t- eventually comes back. Uh, Matt then proceeds to spin the wheel and it lands on Strange Bedfellows. I was like, the fuck? Which is basically <laughs> a tag team match where people who's never teamed up before will team. Matt's not sweating it and said he's heading to the ring. They then cut to Goldberg getting ready for tonight's main event. After the break, they hype up the match further with footage of Goldberg versus Triple H and SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Funny how we how they show this, and we just celebrated 19 years of this game coming out last week. Literally, I'm like, yo, damn. <laughs> Next up is the Strange Bedfellows match. It's World Tag Team Champion Bubba Ray Dudley teaming with Lance K, then known as Garrison K, to take on Matt Hardy and Christian, which Matt is not happy with. Matt says he will start the match. Christian shows Matt into bubble, so this team isn't going to work. This entire match is basically when you hit the randomized button in WWE 2K22. Matt says V1, and Bubba just hit this mat, hit this man with the loudest chop I've ever heard in a minute. I'm like, yeah, damn. <laughs> the, the match progressed even further. Uh, Christian tries to tag in Matt, but he hops off the apron, and Bubba takes advantage with a splash in the corner. And then a bubble bomb, and then Kate then tags in and hits a nice elbow drop off the top to pick up the win. This was a match. I ain't really, I barely paid attention to it. Uh, Bubba is not happy that he stole the win, and Bubba told him and his partner that they better wash their asses. Like I said, this match was whatever. Uh, we then cut to the back to Triple H and Ric Flair preparing for tonight's world title match. And I wrote, Oh my god, Triple H is wearing biker shorts. Because <laughs> this is the era where I believe Triple H was wearing those little long, like capri shorts, biker shorts. Because I believe he was injured at this point, so he couldn't wear the the, the trunks. And I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> uh, next up, we talk about that segment you just talked about. Shawn Michaels is interviewed by Terry Reynolds about tonight's tag team match. It's basically a can they coexist gimmick where Chris hates him and Shawn hates Chris and all that good stuff. The interview is over, but Sean walks off and then he stops and comes back and tells Terry, uh, there's a midget behind you looking up your dress. <laughs> and then he and then he walks off, was like, What the fuck is going on? And then Terry looks and then they pause for a second with him looking up and he was like, Right. <laughs> I'm like, what? A little pervert. I was like, girl, you was a little too late to say that. Like and then she gave him this little weak little ch- slaps. I'm yeah. like, girl, you about to, girl, you about to sock his ass. Like, what, what, what you doing? What you doing, girl? Like, you late. <laughs> like, yeah, at that point, you just didn't care. Like, 
I mean, and, and then obviously Hurricane and company started chasing him, and then all I could write down was, "What the fuck?" <laughs> That's all I could say. I was like, "This was this was something." And then next up is a rematch for the World Heavyweight Championship. Triple H and his biker shorts challenging Goldberg in a Survivor Series match. And I wrote down, why don't I remember them facing more than once at the the Unforgiven? Like, I don't remember. I think I I don't recall this feud at all. That's probably why. Um, Triple H makes his way out with Ric Flair by his side. Triple H with no facial hair is just weird. (laughs) He looked like a thumb thumb. A thumb thumb with hair, like it, it, it just came off weird. Like, bro, oh man, he, he looked like a thumb. That's literally what Triple H looked like with no facial hair. A thumb, like, mm. not a thumb thumb with no hair. The thumb thumb, like, because look, if you look at the thumb thumb from Spy Kids, they were thumb thumbs with ass, they were thumbs with asses. They were thumbs with asses. So he was literally, that was literally Triple H. Oh, thumb no. thumb with an oh my gosh, no. Goldberg, after this, Goldberg then made his entrance from his locker room, minus security, like his WCW days. And then I wrote down, for this to not be the main event, shenanigans are imminent. It started off kind of light with Triple H working over Goldberg after Flair distracted him. After Goldberg mounted a brief comeback, Triple H regained control after sending Goldberg into the steel steps, shoulder first. It was back and forth again until Goldberg mounted a comeback and set him up for the spear, but Triple H saw it and he saw it coming and instantly rolled out of the ring. Triple H once again regained control after this. Goldberg hit a military press slam on Triple H and set him up again for the spear. But then Ric Flair grabbed the foot of Goldberg, but he didn't budge and knocked Flair off the ropes. Randy Orton then came running in and clearly in the sight of Mike Kyoto. So I'm like, all right. But he ignored it, and Orton ate a spear from Goldberg while Kyoto was trying to keep Flair from coming into the ring. Triple H then hit a low blow on Goldberg and hit a pedigree on the champion. Triple H was then moments away from winning all, all of this until all, literally all of Kane's power went off in the ring on stage. And Kane made his entrance, which Triple H isn't a fan of. Triple H decked Kane off the apron. Goldberg hit the spear on Triple H, and then Kane entered the ring and hit the big boot on Goldberg. And the referee finally rung the bell after all that shenanigans, throwing the match out via disqualification. Kane then goes in on the champion as Triple H rolled out of the ring. Kane hit the choke slam on Goldberg, and he leaves the champion lane to end the segment. I wrote down simply the match itself was not good. That's why I sped through this. It was a raw TV match. It was basically a raw TV match, but the pyro yeah, got me sped through some stuff. Yeah, the, the the pyro going off popped me a little bit, so I was like, okay, this is cool. Backstage, Triple H is furious about what just happened, and he wants Goldberg, but his tunes completely changes when Kane pops up behind him. Literally, they literally was on each other's back. I'm like, bro, any closer, y'all y'all was fucking. <laughs> That's how close they was. I'm like, bro, why are you so close? Dang. <laughs> why are you why are you so close on this man? Like he literally yeah. just he literally he just makes, like, like back back up back up nigga back up <laughs> like that man was on his back like like he literally was all he had to do was wrap his arms around him and he was hugging him like a, like that little prom picture back up you, you know how they you know how they take them pictures in prom that's how, that's literally how close he was he really, that big old white <laughs> Like all he had to do was just do just hug him and then it was just like ooh. that background back in the day be looking blue and all that. Mm-hmm. that's literally how, how close he was. I'm like, God damn, bro, back back up. 
Back up. Hey, the pictures actually came out pretty nice though too. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they actually came out really nice. <laughs> Bischoff tries to make a world title match, but they kept cutting him off until he finally made a triple threat match at Armageddon for the title. Triple H is obviously not happy with this decision, but he has no choice but to accept it because Kane is like, you got a problem with that? So, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Uh, then we, now we're in a parking lot and a hurricane and crew are still chasing the little guy. So they literally turned this into a cat and mouse chase the entire night with the two. Uh, next up, uh, back in the arena, Booker T makes his entrance as he faces Mark Henry one-on-one after he stole the win on Raw the week prior. Air Bischoff is still drinking a martini in his office with Teddy Long and Mark Henry. <laughs> and I wrote down everything Teddy Long said. <laughs> he came back there. He said, now hold on a minute, player. I want to know one thing now. What's up with the two Snow White showgirls? Utah ain't got no black girl shaking that booty. <laughs> This man was not hesitant at all. Like, no. Utah ain't got no black girl oh shaking that booty. Like, what? What? <laughs> what did you just say? He was what? ready. They then proceed to spin the raw roulette wheel to pick a stipulation. And it lands on Salt Lake City Street Fight. Air Bischoff offers Mark Henry weapons and he gladly accepts. Booker T, get ready for a Salt Lake City beatdown. Believe that. <laughs> uh, Booker T is furious that this match is happening so he runs back to the ramp and looks to surprise Mark Henry Booker jumps Mark from behind during his entrance and Booker hits his man with a stop sign to the skull and that sounded loud and they brawl to the ring Mark Henry then decided to randomly bend the stop sign fold it up and then Booker just went and hit this man with a 2 by 4 to the back and went to choke him but that wasn't enough Mark Henry tries to mount some offense until Booker got out of the way and then grabbed the skillet literally grabbed the skillet and said bunk <laughs> bunk repeatedly to the back of his head and then all I wrote down after this I said why the fuck does Mark Henry keep bending shit use it to hit the man you goof he just kept he just kept bending shit after meeting Teddy Long in person and hearing his run him and Ron Simmons conversations I'm not surprised, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it makes sense like the dude I'm like what did you just say <laughs> but yeah Mark Henry kept he kept bending he kept bending shit I'm like bro hit hit the man what are you doing? Uh, Booker so, then hit a spinning Rooney and asked kid for a near fall. And that was, I said, this is, was the point where King was obsessed with calling Booker T a criminal on commentary. And all I could write down was, will you shut up like your plate is clean? Creepy bastard. That's all I can say. Uh, Mark Henry finally uses a weapon and slams Booker T, Booker's head into a trash can and they hit him again full force with the can to the face to pick up the win. And the crowd did not care. No. <laughs> They then did had a promo for WWE Unscripted book. Have you seen that? Um, if I, I did, up, I probably don't remember. I looked it up on Amazon, and it's like eleven ninety nine on Kindle for like fifty bucks for the hardback copy. I'm like, hmm, it's interesting. I'm not gonna read it, but all right, because it's like two thousand three. This is twenty twenty two. Uh, we're back now with the wheel being spun, and it lands on a bra and panties match for Trish Stratus. And Sleazy E wished her bad luck for obvious reasons. Chris Jericho is waiting outside, and he makes a luck a uh, a, a a lucky guess that it was a bra and panties match. Trish asks Chris to do the right thing in his match, and Jericho is reluctant, but Trish uses her persuasions, if you will, 
to convince him to be good tonight. Of course, King is horny about it because it's King. Uh, Stone Cold Truth plugged by King and JR, and then the little guy is still running. What, what was his name again? Francis? Fernando. Fernando. He's uh he's still running and he lands in JR's lap. <laughs> and then, and that's when I literally tweeted, I was like, I have a million I was trying to figure out why. Like why? I had a million questions. If you guys don't believe me when I said he landed in this man's lap, take take a look at this. This man landed in his lap. <laughs> I was like, I have so many questions of what is going on here. Oh. Apparently, uh, Jr. caught the little guy and he wanted to capture the midget match. And all I could and all I could do was like, "All right, this is <laughs> this this okay." Then uh, bar- barbecue him, put some sauce on him, King. And I'm like, "Bruh, he's not a cannibal. What the right. fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> Jr. then offers him to King, and he said, "I've had I've I've had a midget before." And I started instantly. I stared blank into the into the screen, and instantly was like. The fuck does that even mean? Right. You had a midget before? What does that mean, dude? What? <laughs> Just weird. <laughs> it's so freaking weird. Y'all so weird. Uh, next up, we get uh, Intercontinental. At this point, I was like, this show is still going. But next up, we get Intercontinental Champion Robin Dam making his entrance. Air Bishop again popped up on the Tron, and he already spun the wheel, and it landed on a handicap match. Randy Orton convinced Bischoff to spin it again, and it landed on the Singapore Kane match, making it a Kane match, handicap, a Kane handicap match. Mm-hmm. And that was the cliffhanger. The opponents are Scott Steiner and Tess. They're coming to the ring by a reluctant Stacy Keebler. This was, I wrote down, this was after Scott turned heel and joined forces with Tess after months of feuding. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> RVD is trying his best to fight them off with the stick and his moves, but he's at a disadvantage. They hit a double clothesline with the cane on RBD, and the way RBD landed made my neck. I clutched a little bit. I was like, God damn. It looked like it hurt. Because he, he did a backflip and he landed on his neck and his neck turned. And I'm like, ugh. Maybe he's okay. Maybe he's okay. Uh, Tess accidentally hit Scott Steiner and RBD took advantage, hit the frog splash on Steiner, but Tess took advantage of that and hit a sick-ass shot with the cane to the back of the, the head of RBD to mm. pick up the win. Stacy Keebler was not feeling either of them. <laughs> Stacy was like, "You thought I was feeling you?" <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, I wrote down in all caps, "We're gonna get you out of there, Stacy. We'll get you out of there. We'll get you out of there." Back in Eric's um, office, Chris Jericho questions Eric's decisions to make a brawn panties match. He's falling for basically he's bought falling for Trish Stratus at this point. Jericho says he will do the right thing when it's all said and done in regards to his tag team match. And then next up is the bra and panties match. Out first is Miss Jackie with Rico. Uh, King made a comment. He said there was a little slip of the nip. Uh, all right. Uh, Trish Stratus made her entrance and they replayed the kiss between Jericho and Trish. Uh, and then I, I decided to give a full breakdown on this match. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm finna practice my play-by-play on this match. Uh, I, was, I was paying firm attention. Play I, was playing, play. I was giving. I'm gonna practice my play by play on this. Uh, Jackie attacked Trish. Hitty a. Okay, let me do this properly. Let me do this. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do this properly for the people because uh, gotta do this properly. Um, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jackie attacked Trish with a titillating sunset flip power bomb and started pulling up Trish's pants. Saw a little thongy thong. Trish, we saw a little thongy thong there. Uh, Trish said, "Not today," and pulled her off her top. Jackie said, "No, this happened." And put Trish in a trio row in the corner in order to pull her top off. Trish was then not placed pleased by this transgression and connected with knife ass chops. That was brutal. Uh, this match then <laughs> took a turn when Rico tried to get involved and Trish then proceeded to rip off his pants to reveal he was wearing a thong and I... <sighs> At this point, I wanted to reach for the bleach. Everyone in this ring was disgusted. I was disgusted, but Rico was feeling himself until Jack accidentally hit it, hit him out of the ring. Now back to the program. <laughs> he rolled up on Jackie, pulled off the pants to pick up the win, and oh that was God. the bra and panties match. <laughs> Rico then chased Trish out of the ring as she continued to celebrate the ramp. Jackie then went over and was mad at Gil Lillian Garcia, ripped off her, whipped her shirt open. Lillian did not, Lillian, I said Lillian, Lillian did not back down. And all I could write down was, boy, oh boy, have we progressed at this, at the time, as the time went on, because this was something. That's all I can say about this match. I'm like, ooh, this was something. Man, well, it's funny it was that part you said transgression. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, Jericho continues. Uh, I guess he congratulates Trish and asks if they are still on for the evening. And she says, That depends on you, leaving Chris con conflicted. They cut back to Lillian in a bra for some reason. Um, and then Sean makes his way to the ring. And that goes now goes to the main event as Evolutions Batista and Rick Flair take on the reluctant tag team partners of Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho in a Bischoff's choice match. The hype of this match is will Jericho be a good person like Trish wants him to be, or will he turn his back on his longtime rival HBK? If you've seen can they coexist type matches in modern WWE, this is basically this. That's basically what this match was. Uh, Sean and Flair exchanged a bit until Flair got caught in ropes and busted himself open the hard way. Like he literally caught himself in the top rope, and I guess he scratched his, his hand or something, and he started bleeding. He was woozy, but they kept going. Uh, so much went down, and Sean accidentally nailed his tag team partner, which pissed off Jericho. And after Sean hit Rick with the sweet chin music, Jericho hit Sean with a super kick of his own, and Sean landed on Flair to get the pin and the win. Mm -hmm. Jericho walks away smiling because he, I guess he feels he gets a date and a lovely night with Trish Stratus. Batista returns to the ring and attacks Shawn Michaels with a Batista bomb. Batista continues his assault and chokes, literally chokes the life out of Shawn, who begins spitting up blood. And then Batista had said, said a nice little icy line right here. It was, it was kind of a bar. Do you believe in salvation? I believe in Armageddon. And I'm like, that's a bar. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the show obviously ends with Batista roaring into the camera as the final build to their Armageddon match. Overall, the match, the show felt like it went a little too long for me. Some stuff could have could have not been there. Um, I didn't really care. But what was your thoughts on this this show? I know you skimmed through a lot of stuff, but what did you think about it? Was this better than the last show? I, you I ain't gonna lie, it was because I it, has, it was a lot of funny moments, so I will give it that. So like, yeah, like I did enjoy it though. Like overall. 
But yeah, it would have been better if they did have it cut down a little bit. But other than that, like, it was no big deal. I like okay. it. Okay. And that concludes our retro review for Monday Night Raw transgressions. <laughs> All right, now is the part where we wrap up today's episode of the Gresham Leach Podcast. It was a nice little addition. We went a little long. You know how it is. We, we, our, our limit is usually two hours for those of you who are new around here. But, yo, this is the part of the podcast where we chop it up with the bandit where Swallow gives us top three trending topics and take us home for this edition of the Gresham Leach Podcast. Take it away, Queen Rebel. Cool. So, of course, we got... Um... The very first thing, so um, I want to say around November the 8th, I believe, um, that's supposed to be Crown Jewel, WWE's Crown Jewel, so make sure you tune in for that. Um, Is it the also, 8th or the 5th? I think it's the 8th. No, it's, not, it's, Friday, it's Saturday. It's the 5th? Yes, it's the 5th. It's, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah, so November 5th. My bad. Saturday. Oh, was it? No, this, this one. It's, okay, all these days running in together. This is too much. Anyway, November 5th, please turn in. It will be streaming on Peacock as well so um make sure you look into that um also um rest in peace to takeoff's family um oh, yeah. Takeoff fast if y'all don't know who that is he is one of the members of the migos which is one of in my opinion is one of the the most dope hip-hop most of us grew up on the migos like most ever like i did i didn't i was already kind of grown when they were popping like when they started really popping and hit the mainstream, but yeah, this killing shouldn't have happened. Um, that's all I'm gonna say about it. Like it was over nothing. Yeah. And and ladies and gentlemen, we and they, really, said, and they actually like some sources say that it actually happened on accident too. So there's that. it was a stray bullet. He got killed by a stray bullet. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta we gotta do better. Like we gotta do better. Like it, and, and I'm tired of saying that over and over again after these killings. It's like. La- this time last year, I believe Young Dolph was killed. So yeah. it's like, it's like y'all, come on, man. And then we just lost P and B Rock. So it's like mm-hmm. so many death and so we many people that I'm not even. We lost P and B Rock. We lost Young Dolph. Now we don't lost Takeoff. And also, uh, Devito lost his three year old child. Exactly. Well. It's so- like so, so much death. We got to see him. But as far as with take Takeoff is concerned, it's like dog that shouldn't have happened mm-hmm. uh and i'm not finna unless it's confirmed officially i'm not finna speculate anything but if you gotta pull out a gun you probably gotta reevaluate yourself because mm-hmm. if, if you gotta pull out a gun in a fight or argument you need you, you need to reevaluate your entire life like this was senseless shouldn't have happened rest in peace take off uh and sending all our condolences to offset quavo the entire family and friends will take will take off. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Um. Also, uh, I also they say that uh, Jay Paul's score, I guess, like was a little bit higher than Anderson Silva's in the match that they had. I think around like Halloween, like that was four, the thing. Two days before Halloween, I think so. Yeah. Oh. 
Like I, I didn't even chance to. Wa- I didn't really watch Man, it. I didn't watch that shit. I went. Mm-hmm. I went to Tion Taylor's Halloween party, so I definitely wasn't even worrying about that. That wasn't even that on was my sweet. mind. I had way too much fun. The thing was American Horror Story. We got down. We partied. We danced all night. I was it sweet. Was so much fun. And then when we were done, me and my friend, well, actually, she's like my sister to me. So like me and her, we ended up going to Waffle House right after that because hey. we were so hungry and we were all the way in freaking Alpharetta. So Waffle like, House. <laughs> we was like, man, we finna find some food around here. But shout out to her. Like, thank y'all for like having us in the auntie's production. Like, we had a ball. We had so much fun. And they had food there too. So that was fun too. Like, I'm glad they fed us and everything. So I am very, very excited about that. I was like on Cloud Infinity when I went. I was so excited. But um, yes, I recommend y'all please drink your water. If you do fitness, find the fitness that works for you. You ain't got to overdo it. You ain't got to try to do all these type of workouts just to try to look somebody else. Be yourself. Love you first because that's how it starts. Love you first and then everything else will fall into place. Um, Make sure like if you are um dealing with things mentally, there is help. That's that's basically the bottom line it's okay to talk to somebody it's okay to get a therapist so it's okay and then and, and it's okay to cry it's okay to hurt it's okay but at the end of the day don't stay there don't wallow in it get up get out smell the air listen to the birds sing look at the trees like hear the wind blow i don't care but like just at, please like whatever you do find something that makes you be at peace um also, did I did I mention drink your water? If I haven't, please drink your water. Um, some people are getting sick around this season. The season's mm-hmm. starting to change, so please make sure you, you know elevate elevate on your Tylenol, your Robitussin, cough drops, vitamin C. Um, yeah, like I recommend you please do that and intake your water. Please stay hydrated because it is very, very needed. Um, if y'all are doing gigs out here, whether it be concert or corporate, please be safe. Um, please always um, make sure that if y'all are deciding to take in an Uber or live in case you're not using your own car, make sure you check these license plates and make sure that's the person that is coming to pick you up. Just verify 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 i believe in trust but verify (laughs) so please make sure you do that too and um also please just be safe out here um if you see some suspicious report it don't try to go up in there and handle it yourself especially when you got nothing to do with you don't do that like that's how people end up getting hurt for no reason so please handle that um yeah that's pretty much all i got for today all right, and that and speaking of not being a hero, make sure you guys not be a hero and not stay up too late because they that's that concludes this episode of the Gresham Leaks podcast. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and chilling with us here for the another installment of the Gresham Leaks podcast. Next week, is like I said at the top of the show, it will be announcement. Uh, this show this show will be growing very, very soon. So Hopefully you guys can stick around with that. But as always and forever, we appreciate you. We love you. And we thank you for kicking with us. Make sure you cop the merch. I'm, I'm rocking the black AF shirt. Make sure you guys cop the merch as always. It, help, it goes to the podcast and goes to the channel itself. We appreciate you guys 
abundantly for everything that you do as far whether it is subscribe like give us a rating whatever the case may be make sure you guys we, we appreciate you guys we really do we genuinely do and with that being said make sure you guys follow us on social media at gresham Unleashed or follow us in direct directly at josh gresham rg at swallow the bandit three or check our direct links at solo.to slash gresh and solo.to slash swallow as well as check out the podcast and audio form where you can listen to wherever you wherever you go www.gresham that is the official hub for all things this the gresham Unleashed podcast and with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in these streets. And remember, 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 remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out. Be breezy. Bye, y'all.